everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 288th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we're heading out to the tower, boosting the signal, and relaying all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. Aaron Byer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors surrounding the Jurassic franchise and of course this awesome community, and we do have a community spotlight. So we hope that you enjoy everything that we feature in the latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire. As always, all debates and conversations in this segment are our own opinions and insights from the things that we've seen in the news and around the community. So stay tuned to the beginning of this segment to hear everything that we'll be discussing. And as a heads up, we do dive into a chat revolving around Jurassic World Dominion and CinemaCon, and we hear some details revolving around uh, sequences, dinosaurs, and other things like that. So if you do not want to hear any details about Dominion, please be warned. Uh, we did save it for the final conversation of the episode, so like a very long time from now. So please feel free to listen to a majority of this episode without uh, Dominion details from CinemaCon. Now, CinemaCon's been all over the place recently, so I'm sure you've seen those details, but just in case, I felt like I should warn you ahead of time. So before we get started on this enormous episode, I'd like to take care of some hopefully quick business. There's a lot of business to take care of. Uh, so last week over on the website, man, it was a, a marathon week. Uh, we had some fanatic items. There was Aftermath 2, Jurassic World Aftermath 2, the uh, VR game. We had all this stuff surrounding CinemaCon, and uh, that was all written up by Tom Jurassic. He wrote up, I believe it was just those three. There, I, there may have been more. I don't even know at this point. But there were so many awesome items from uh, Fnatic that are coming, and the Jurassic World Aftermath 2 stuff looks cool. And CinemaCon, uh, Tom did a great job of kind of like rounding out all the details that you could find. And then I also did an article on Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 4 and where I expect them to take this show and and all of the possibilities for them to go during season four. So please go check out all of those articles over on our website. Now, uh, over on YouTube, uh, last week I did a toy hunt. We also did a, a video portion of that article that I wrote about Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 4, so please go check that out. I did a live stream talking about a lot of these same details that you're going to hear here today, uh, being Jurassic World Dominion at CinemaCon, which was actually very fun because the information was popping up as we were streaming. It was it, That's the best kind of uh, stream that you can have, really, is when... Things are breaking as you're streaming, and that was just so much fun to have people in the chat saying, 
more details things are hitting check out this article look at that one and it was so much fun so we were scouring twitter together trying to find all the latest details um i talked about evolution 2 some merch and, and some other stuff but this week, uh, you're gonna you're gonna catch the Jurassic Wire nearly every day this week, um, and also a live stream on Wednesday night as well, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, please please give us a watch over on YouTube. So I know that's a lot of stuff. Definitely go check out the show notes uh, for all of those things, so you can click right through. But enough of me talking. Why don't we get this episode kicked off with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire? The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Air one, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Go, go! Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is Aaron Beyer. The Jurassic Wire is the segment here on the Jurassic Park Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations in the Jurassic community. Today, we're going to be discussing Universal Beijing's Jurassic World Adventure, uh, some of Mattel's latest. We'll see what we can find. Also, Jurassic World Evolution 2, a lot of topics uh, we can talk around that, and Jurassic World Dominion and all the word coming out of CinemaCon. But before we get into all that stuff, let's uh, let's welcome in Aaron. How you doing, dude? As I, I told you before, it's like, am I good? I don't know. <laughs> Define good. I'm alive. People have much bigger problems than I do. But look, look, look at this office. It used to be okay. And then it was amazing. <laughs> and now it's so depressing, like, oh. just a month later. Um... <sighs> Yeah, I'm all right. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm breathing. You're here. You know, you're ready. You know, here's the thing. There are so many big, there are so many much bigger problems right now going on in the world. I'm happy Fair. to have a job, be alive, being able to feed myself. I just would like to know where I'm moving in the next <laughs> two months. Like, where am I going to live? I don't know. Well, uh, no hopefully idea. you figure that out. That'd be nice. Maybe you'll get a message in the middle of talking about Jurassic. I don't know. That That'd might be, be great, possible. right? That'd um, be great. <laughs> so, you know, we, we kind of took a little bit of time off, right? We, we did this. I think we recorded our last one back in we, May. Or no, no. We, we yeah. released our last one, I think, back in May. So we really haven't taken a whole lot of time off. But I think we recorded one in June, and the June one might have been the one that we're like, um... Nah, yeah. I don't think we're not going to release this. I don't, I, let's just scrap it because we were like, so, we want to celebrate things, but like by the time we got to the end of our conversation, we felt like, eh, we're I don't know, we don't really want to talk about this stuff anymore. <laughs> maybe maybe too <laughs> negative. I don't know. It wasn't even yeah, it wasn't even that. It was just like, I feel like sometimes if you if it's like sometimes if, you, if you're going and you just trip over a rock. And you just keep you just, tumbling you just keep down and down and you just keep like, you can't stop. I think, yeah. I think I might've tripped over something <laughs> and it was just, what was the topic? <laughs> oh, it was me being like upset that I couldn't see the dominion uh -huh. like, teaser Yeah, because I mean, can't and like, 
it just opened a whole can of worms that like, apparently I didn't know I was holding resentment against a country. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> uh, I didn't know I was holding resentment against an entire industry. Oh, uh, so, so you, I called you the next day and I was just like, I don't feel good about yeah. that. This is a happy place. Yeah. You know, we were both on the same page. At least we're both like, ah, eh, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't do this. And you tripped. I tripped. We're all like all over the place. And you know, what's funny about, about whatever we were talking about in June is I went through my notes and I was like, all right, usually what I do is when the next month comes around, I go and copy and paste my old notes into my new notes and then just, <laughs> yeah. and then just like, you know, subtract whatever we're t we, we used to talk about and put in what we we're going to talk about. And it's funny enough is literally the same topics. Like just not, copy and paste the same like topics. Just, cool. I just copied and pasted it and barely changed anything. So I think though that the, I think this month should be pretty good. I, I'm very excited about what we have to talk about. Um, and, and there's a lot of fun stuff, I think on the table and, uh, some things we can kind of like, you know, sift through and, and theorize on and just have a good time talking about. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I wanted to ask you right off the bat, um, and, and I know you have something to share, which we'll get into in, in a minute here, but, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of wanted to maybe kick it off because usually we do like a big conversation in, in the beginning about like just the most random stuff ever. Um, yeah. so I wanted to kind of ask you like, wh what have you been like consuming lately? Is there anything out there that you maybe like, uh, have on your mind that was something that was like really good or something you've been into recently? I feel like you know, right to, right now, we're all kind of still at this weird point in time where we're like, you know, somewhat still stuck at home, still doing things. Movies are either in theaters or online or plenty of good TV shows. Like, what, what's something that you've you've been interested in recently? Uh, or have you like, I know you've been like trying to pack up stuff. Have you had a chance to so watch anything? So, well, here, we, so I started that Witcher. I love the Witcher. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm a I'm a bandwagon like Witcher fan. Like I'll fully okay. admit, like I got into it like with Witcher three, and I love the show. So like when I say I love the Witcher, I love the things that a majority of fans <laughs> probably love, right? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we started the cartoon. Uh, I I couldn't really like I just couldn't focus on it. Um, we did start What If. I, mm. I'm not feeling. Oh no. What if? Yeah, like I really so we started the yeah we start we started the T'Challa. Um, Star Lord. Yeah, the Star Lord one. I, I don't know, like something about the the Captain America one. The acting felt so like pandemic e. Like hmm. you could tell that they were. We've had that conversation before with like certain things. I think like the Walking Dead and stuff like that. I mean, kind of like felt like it was made during the pandemic. I don't. I don't know if I got that feeling from from What If. Animation definitely always like for the most part vo for animation is done separately like mm -hmm. the actors aren't usually in the same room but they'll usually have a table read i feel like this to me and but the, i don't know when this was recorded i'm assuming before the pandemic but either way yeah. it felt like they didn't it felt like they didn't do a table read all the <laughs> acting was like kind of flat especially the like uh oh the guy who plays uh Bucky, even my friend was like, yeah, I, don't I, said, know. I was like, do you, do you, do you feel like he just was recording that like on his iPhone from his couch? Cause like, it felt like it, like there was just almost like no emotion. 
Um, I, you know, I, every now and then I don't, not with this show in particular, but sometimes in this past, like, you know, year and a half or whatever, I've been like, oh, that was definitely somebody just like sat in a closet in their house and, uh, film, uh, recorded some ADR. Yeah. And like, sometimes you can tell like for sure. I, who was, do you, was, was Sebastian Stan doing the voice for Bucky in this one? Cause this show yeah. is, it's kind of all over the place where like you will get, you know, some of the, the main actors, a lot of the main actors. And then all of a sudden, like there'll be one person you're like. What? Why? Why isn't this person here? All these other people are here, but you couldn't. You couldn't get this person, and then you hear like Dave Bautista wasn't even asked to play Drax, and you're like, "What? How is he not asked to play Drax in, in this in like the second episode?" It's like, really? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's kind of weird. Think about, the, think about the timeline, like with that. Like, I wonder if when that show was recording or was casting, if like. Cause he was very vocal about like, if James Gunn doesn't come back, like I'm done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Marvel doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I mean, look at all the I stuff mean, that happened with, with Scarlett Johansson, you know, it's like, well, Scar- you know, I mean, look at, well, let's go, but let's go even further back. Right. Like, <laughs> um, like the guy who played the, the Hulk, uh, not the original, but like uh, Edward the, Norton. Yeah. So there's the Norton. Um, there's the, uh, well, I don't know. Ro- Rody, Rody, the original yep. Rody. Um, you, you know, it's like they don't, don't, don't bite the hand that feeds you, like kind of <laughs> like situation. Like, don't. Yeah, I, I wonder. I, I mean, wonder if, if that had to play to played a part there with him or not. It's it's hard to say because then that would have been more recently. So it depends on when they reached out to people when they recorded things. I mean, the T'Challa stuff. You know, he Chadwick Boseman recorded that obviously yeah. before he died which was actually i think a year ago literally today as we're recording um so he recorded i believe four episodes so he's got a lot of content coming our way um i mean but like honestly like as much as like consuming whenever whenever bummer things happen to me it's like i just kind of go to like my just that soul food like yeah your go-to stuff, stuff. Dude, I'm on. <laughs> Ashley said to me, to my, so my wife is over here. If you hear her clicking, she's frantically working on a, on a demo. Um, I was, she says to me today, she's like, is this our fourth watch through of Parks and Recreation? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. It makes me happy. Yeah. It's an injection of positivity that, like, I just currently am not getting from the landlord who wants me out and the, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the city that's just crazy expensive you know it's you gotta like, watch so you gotta like, watch new girl if, if that's the kind of uh vibe you want you know because yeah. that's like they're in their apartment they're all together there's like landlords and stuff like that and you know the the, the guy who wants to come apartment. fix yeah their their apartment's insane like <laughs> yeah. although well, yeah. like, realistically for how many people are in that apartment it's in los like i i actually believe that you can afford that kind of apartment with four professionals yeah living in it yeah like, they're supposed to be three because the one there's the one episode where they the the the, uh, the guy who like fixes the apartment comes there he's like there's four people in here it's supposed to be three you know whatever so i'm trying to think though what have <laughs> i watched that's just been awesome the spider-man trailer was amazing oh like, my god yes that that was that was so, fantastic that's like an interesting thing like you know the hype around that movie which i think you know, we can always relate to with Jurassic. It's like the hype around something before the trailer hits or before whatever hits. It's like it can't ever live up to the expectation of what the thing is. You know, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it can. I mean, it's really, really hard to do. But like the hype surrounding that trailer, it's been months and months and months of waiting. We're like 
we're literally only like, what are we, three months, uh, September, October, November, uh, so four months away um, from from the release of that film. And we're like, where is this trailer? But going back to the, um, the what if thing, man, I, I really love that show so far the first episode everybody's like eh, i don't really i don't really dig this this episode i was like oh my god i love this i love exactly what this is i can't wait to see that character hopefully in live action at some point and just like maybe more in this series like that would be really cool second episode i was like okay it's fine like i kind of have the, uh, the opposite reaction i was like this is cool i like this alternate story that they're doing but like it, it yeah i don't know i just like the first one better and the third one i don't know did you get a chance to see the third one I'm no, not gonna, actually, I'm we, not gonna spoil anything to, from it because it was like this week. But it, man, it's awesome. It's so. We sat good. down to finish the second one today, and like Disney, dude, that app is so bad. That Disney really? Plus app is so yeah. Like we always have problems. Mm, but you know what? Maybe it's trying to like figure out which country I'm in because I use like a VPN. So maybe <laughs> like it's my own problem. Maybe. Um, oh no! You know what I did see? We paid. We paid the thirty bucks to watch uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, I have not. US, I have not so. paid. I'm so like bummed. I haven't done that yet. Was it good? You like it? I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I, like, like, look. I'm glad I split the thirty bucks with my family because mm-hmm. we share a Disney Plus account. Um, but uh, I'm just trying. It was good. Like, it wasn't bad. That's it kind of was it's, like it's kind of one that has a lot to live up to as well, like with all the pirates movies and everything. It kind of gets yeah. a lot of comparisons with that, you know. I think that's what like the problem was. It like it just wanted so badly to be Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. that like, and like I mean, selfishly, like I wanted it to be the first Pirates of the Caribbean too, because like that movie just was so out of like left field, and it just felt so good, and it felt mm-hmm. like what you would want a pirate movie to feel like. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This one just kind of slightly missed the mark, but like okay. it still was good. Like I would watch this movie again for sure. I mean, I'm, I'll watch it again for free on Disney Plus. Or I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll spend twenty bucks just to own it. You know, um, yeah, digitally I, or whatever. I hope they make a second one. Like I, I, I like don't know. Want to watch a second one? Who knows, man? Nowadays, with with uh, you know returns and stuff on films. I mean, like I think they're so stuck on like. Hey, if it's not in theaters doing bank, like, you know, it's a failure. But like these days, you can't. You can't. You can't oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. But um, a lot of pandemic money. Pandemic. Money. Yeah, yeah, sure. Which is like, you know, I don't know. Usually around like twenty five million. I feel like everybody's happy these days. Um, but yeah, it's which, so weird. It's so weird, man. With all these. Which that actually goes back to like you were saying the ScarJo lawsuit thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, what does she have to lose? Her role in Marvel. <laughs> it's done right it's done like, at that point like it's so, you know she wants to get the money that was owed to her you know and then it's this weird thing where they're like selling it in a place that wasn't expected so you know got you got to get that money back you know it's only fair i think it's really weird to have done that movie because i'm trying to think i it oh you just <laughs> it was like so I worked on Black Widow and that was a very long production because like that's when imagine. like yeah. COVID hit during that and Marvel was happy to just like be okay with us refining. Like we worked on that for a very large chunk of the pandemic. Um, 
and they were just super happy to let us keep refining we were super happy to do it obviously um but like the discussion was like well what happens with marvels and the and the timeline because of like almost anything you can kind of just cancel right with jurassic right like you can you can delay it like two years because there's no other jurassic content that interferes with dominions like story right unless there's some camp cretaceous stuff but even then, it's like we've had discussions of like, is Camp Cretaceous really canon, right? Like, <laughs> because of licensing the name and all that other stuff, right? So like, yeah. there's that. Um, but with Marvel, it's like, well, you have all these things that are happening that like need like you like at some point one of these movies is gonna one of these movies or one of these shows is gonna have to hit because you have some kind of thread that you need to pick up yeah. somewhere else. Um, at the you know, end of the day, I'm really weirded out that this was like the only, like Shang-Chi's not going to, is not going to the Disney Plus yeah. route. It's like so something weird, was man. really oddly weird about this Black Widow movie. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. I think it's just weird overall that they're not like willing to accept the streaming platform just yet like you know to a certain extent they are but you know, black widow it sounds like it made a ton of money like it, it really is like even for a non-pandemic if you kind of factor in everything together that's a lot yeah. of money i think it was like a, a ton um so the fact that they just like abandon it and they're like nah we're not we're not even going to do it for the next marvel movie and they're going to give it a 45 day window which is not not long like that's not long at all um but still, it's like, wow, like, I feel like you're losing out because at my at my point in time right now, I'm like questioning, like, what, how do I want to see that movie? Because I want to see it. It looks incredible. But I'm like, Black I don't Widow know. Or like, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Like, I'm like, sure. that, like yeah. Black Widow, I, I easily, I was just like, here's here's 30 bucks. I'll buy it. I don't care. Um, uh, or, you know, pay for the streaming rights or whatever. But like, and then now I'm like, I don't know. What do I want to do with Shang-Chi? You know? So we'll see. Well, it's but it's really interesting too because like Black Widow. Yeah, you can. So here's the weird thing: you can rent Black Widow for thirty, which I've not seen it yet. Like, but because usually, typically for Marvel, for me, I will, I will actually wait the three months to like just get it at home and watch it because I feel like those are like a Saturday morning kind of watch for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'll usually order the three Blu-ray from like Europe or something. Yeah, and then uh, I'll, I'll I'll sit down one morning and I'll I'll watch it. Um, you can get on iTunes, and it's been this. It's been this way the whole time. You get on iTunes, and you can actually buy Black Widow for like it's like thirty five dollars, and you just have it in your collection forever. So, and then I checked, I checked Jungle Cruise to see if that was the case, and it is not the case. Hmm. So they're trying all these weird things, but like right now, yeah. for like thirty bucks, I can just go buy Black Widow and have it in my collection. When I can't do the same, but like, so it's like Shang Chi. It's like okay. They're not going to come to Disney Plus, but are they going to come to iTunes for like a rental period, or like are they going to come to iTunes for just a straight up purchase price? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that forty five day so window is things. is that because like Black Widow's past that window anyway. Like it, it came out at some point, yeah. and then it's been a while, so you know it's already hit all the iTunes. It's probably is it on DVD? I'm assuming. Um, no, well, is it no, not? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to buy it from. Uh, usually, I buy my three D movies from Zavi. Okay. They don't even have it up for pre order yet. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just found it weird that like, they're not, they're just not going to it. And I think like 
Kevin Feige has tried to not have these things go to streaming, but they're 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 so set like these studios are so set on like the experience. You need to have the experience. Mm-hmm. We don't care, mm-hmm. you know, you know if it's going to make you sick or not <laughs> going out to these these theaters. We don't care. We just want you to have the experience of going to a theater. And I know that's hard to say for, you know, somebody from your point of view where like you're literally making something for the theatrical experience for the most part, yeah. you know. Um but like it's you know the theater experience, which I was like listening to somebody talk about it today on on a show, and and they were saying like, yeah, literally, it's like the theater experience now is you pay a hundred bucks to go take a family, and then you have some guy talking three rows ahead of you. You get really angry inside, and you can't you can't forget about this guy talking, but yet the movie's still going on, and then the the floor is sticky. You know your your seat, you I... dropped your popcorn. Like so, there's so many factors that make the theater experience kind of like less than so. It's, it's so a whole anybody, thing, you know? If anybody is fortunate enough to go to, like, a newer Imagine theater, um, my parents actually got one in their hometown, like, um, six months before the pandemic. <laughs> I hope they made it. Is it still um, there? Yeah. Through. But we went there once. We went and saw Toy Story 4 there. You buy your ticket online. Mm-hmm. You choose your, like, seat online. And they're not even seats. It's, like, you order, like, couches, basically. Huh. And... So like a couch is designed to seat like three people or whatever. Um, you can have like your own like recliner and they're all leather. Um, so you anyway, you buy your ticket, you get you, you get your seat, you walk in, you don't no one takes your ticket, all the food is like laid out, like buffet style, and you grab what you want, and then like you go and like there's one person working the entire like theater, and they're the ones ringing you out for your food. You just walk into the theater, grab your seat. I'm thinking the only way that they know if you're not supposed to be there is like if the if the seat was like not purchased and someone's in the seat, uh-huh. they can probably yeah. see you via like camera. Yeah. And then I'm I'm assuming they would come up to you and be like, "Hey, like you know, show me your <laughs> barcode or whatever." But like, yeah, it was like a completely and this was before the pandemic. It was completely like contactless. Like there was like I'm not saying it's a good thing because I'm sure like theaters employ a lot of kids and mm. and just like local uh local people but like um the experience was kind of cool and maybe not the experience of like not interacting with anybody but the experience of like yeah i've got the couch and i've got you know i can put my feet up if i want i can just watch it on this giant massive yeah. screen which like for me it's like i've always been like i i'm like well my 47 inch screen as long as i have the surround sound it's like kind of good enough Mm-hmm. But this like elevated that even more to like, yeah, like I don't have to deal with someone kicking my seat or someone talking or someone on their cell phone. Um, I really, really enjoyed that, that experience. And I think post pandemic, I would almost exclusively want to go to a theater like that because it's a yeah. leather couch. I don't have to trust <laughs> that anybody came through and clean that. I can have my own, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over that kind of like thing. But if you were that person who's like, I got to sit on a clean couch it's leather. You can bring your own wipes and wipe it down yourself. Like, yeah, it yeah. takes 30 seconds to do that. So like, <laughs> I hope that theater made it. Cause I really want to go back when I visit my family again. That, that would be nice to know. You're going to have to look that up. I want to know. Uh, yeah, we don't really have any like, you know, kind of nicer theaters. No. Um, what's the, what's that one that's like Al- uh, Alamo draft house. We have nothing like that around here. Um, so yeah, we just got AMC and a few other random places like that. My, my theater in my town is just, I, I went there, I had a bad time like one time and I'm like, nah, never going back there again. 
Plus, it's like an old school theater where it's just like the slanted ground and like the old school like wooden chairs that like barely move and you're like crammed in there like it's like a baseball game or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's not uh, not the best experience. So I'm okay with sitting at home. So I just wish they would embrace embrace it a little bit more. But you know, again, here here we are finding ourselves like saying like, yeah, let's hope we're uh, at a good point by the time June rolls around because I want to have the full, you know, the full experience for Jurassic World uh, Dominion. But see, like, you're, now you're talking like, let, let's bring it to Jurassic because I think we've been talking about other stuff for quite a while. So like Jurassic, right? Like almost any other movie, I'd be like, eh, like whatever. Like I'll just, I'll just wait till I can watch it at home. Mm-hmm. But with Jurassic, it's like, oh, I really, really, really want to see it on a big screen. Am I, I'm like, is it because I'm a massive fan or is it because they're dinosaurs and they're supposed to be big? Like, I'm, I can't figure that out. And not to mention, like, well, it's hard to theory, like, theory. It's the last one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that definitely plays into it. I mean, it's definitely not going to be. But like Godzilla versus Kong, yeah. like that is a movie that you need to see on the big screen. But like I watched it on my couch on HBO Max. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's one of those films that you needed to see on a big screen. And the last one before that, uh, King of the Monsters was I love that movie so much. I saw it three times in the theaters. So like I definitely uh, don't shake your head. Uh, I definitely would have loved to have seen Godzilla versus Kong a few times in the theaters. And, you know, maybe it would have made the experience better for me. Uh, you know, I don't know. Who knows? I still liked Godzilla versus Kong, but not as much as the, the previous one. Um, but you're right. I'm, you looking know, at, I'm looking at this imagining. They're, dude, they're still open. They're, they're doing like ooh, multiple good. showings a day. Well, that's what you'd hope. I guess. I mean, <laughs> is it a, right? is it a single theater? Like, cause like those are kind of cool too. No, this is, it's looks like it's got like, they're showing like 10 different movies. Throughout oh, the day. okay. So like, all right, this is, it's definitely a multiplex, but like, yeah. Now is Candyman, is this a remake or is this the mm-hmm. old one? No, it's a, it's a remake. There's a new one. Out. It's a remake. Okay. I haven't seen anything about it. Uh, so these all look like these all pretty in pink. That's an old school one, right? That's old. Yeah. There's not a new one, right? They're going back and forth and they're playing like that's how my drive in is. And I've been keeping up to date with my drive in because we have one like it's like an hour and 12 minutes away or something. Um, Yeah. And that like as far as a theater experience is concerned, that's not great. Like it's not really the projections not good. You know, the sound quality is not great when your speakers are the the sound system in the car. And it's like, you know, a little fuzzy um, sometimes here or there. But uh and if it's a dark movie literally don't even bother going because like you won't be able to see anything um but like but like at this point i'm like i I don't know i have no options like i I feel like especially i don't want to bring my whole family out to theaters right now but like um but yeah so i've been keeping an eye on that and then like the other day they canceled the movie that we were gonna take my son to go see and then i look at on the schedule i was like i was like oh man they canceled the movie and i was like what did they they put oh they put on jurassic park uh It's like that was, was on the it, schedule. So. Was it Paw Patrol the movie that you were going to go see? It, it was Paw Patrol the movie. It, yep, I, I have to that's say playing, well. That's playing eight times. Oh, my gosh. Imagine Heartland. So you just got to go over a couple states and... Uh, no, I literally just... Instead, I just got another streaming service. I added pa- uh, Paramount Plus to the repertoire. <laughs> yeah, so the Paramount Plus. Too. So that's all well, I did. <laughs> we watched it here I, so in the basement. I got... I get, here's how they got... Here's how I got, I got screwed... <laughs> So it was like, okay, we're getting Paramount Plus for Big Brother for the summer. That's like all we watch on it. 
and I was like, let's uh, let's cancel HBO, dude. Like, oh, I no. kid you not, the the day I got I got uh, Paramount Plus, I log into my email and I had just gotten billed for a month of HBO. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh like, we'll just let it go. Hey, who cares? Now, I guess whatever. It's just that's like they, it's just another thing. Back up to like eighty dollars a month. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I I can't even tally how many streaming services i have at this point it's so bad you know but at least you you can't really run out of things to watch these days i guess so that's that's a good thing but why don't we go ahead and and why don't we move on to our actual uh topics here for today so 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 (laughs) let's move on to the show itself so the first thing um i wanted to bring up is uh jurassic world adventure okay so this is um cool it's really cool and we've talked about it a bunch i think here and just on the show in general and um universal beijing that's where it is uh universal studios they just opened a brand new park it's not officially officially opened yet but uh they're doing like team member previews and soft openings and stuff like that right now so officially i don't know what the official date is to be honest but um uh, it's a beautiful looking park. It looks amazing. The Jurassic section not fully opened yet. It doesn't seem like I still see the roller coaster that they have there doing test runs with dummies and stuff like that. So, um, but you know, inside that aviary looks Im- incredibly impressive. I've seen the Raptor encounter looks awesome. There's a bunch of restaurants and stuff that I haven't seen inside yet. Um, but overall this place looks incredible. And then you do have Jurassic world adventure, which is fully opened. Um, and it's just, it's just insane. We've speculated for a while about like what we'd like to see and, and all kinds of stuff like that. But now we actually finally get to see it. Um, I'm going to add it to our, our video stream. If you guys are listening, on the podcast we do have a, a video portion as well which you can find over on youtube um but uh this thing is is so good i'm gonna go ahead and kind of just like scroll through it here as we're uh, oh my gosh that's so loud. oh loud that was loud yeah. yeah so it's it's really cool because what you're in is basically like a vehicle that is uh which you're kind of like um in a vehicle that's like Transformers or Spider-Man, if you've been to some of the Universal Parks in the States. So it's a pretty familiar attraction style. Can we talk about, though, I like this ride. I don't Mm -hmm. like the first 30 seconds of it. Okay. I don't. Yeah. This room, this room is weird. Like, I I feel like I'm like getting ready to like shoot into like a space, like it's a space dock or something. (laughs) Like the way they've set up this like lighting is really weird it's, like, I it's get interesting the are cool yeah i, I like why not go ahead no but why not what it just doesn't feel very jurassic to me and I, maybe because like maybe because jurassic world did a very dude i thought jurassic world did kind of a bad job at showing you the things we all want to see which is like <laughs> Yeah. The park. The park itself, um, operating things, like the different yeah, rides like, and attractions. Even, like, the closest you get is like you get the hotel, which is obviously just like a Marriott with a hologram CG'd <laughs> in, right? And then you get like uh well no, that's the visitors or the, the Yeah, they have center. A, I, yeah, I don't know what they have at the hotel. That but. was like a set. But like okay, so you get like the Marriott where like the kids are like dropped off. You get the 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 line that's in the middle of the mountains for like no reason whatsoever. Like it has no connection to anything. Like when they're waiting for the gyrosphere, they're just, if you look at that line, it just, and if you go to the, if you've ever been to the real set, like the line just kind of trails off into nothingness. Like it's uh-huh. super weird. Like yeah. what brought, what brought these people out yeah. here? Anyway. So well, like, it kind, it kind like, of connects well to camp Cretaceous, which like 
in that show, there's just like, oh, there's just like a random thing here. There's like a dirt yeah, path yeah, yeah, that yeah. you walk up to this massive, like, for some reason, you know, high rise in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> so, but like, okay, but I still kind of assumed that the look of Jurassic World was still kind of like, was still kind of adventure jurassic y jungle cruise e kind of thing with like blue and blue instead of red right mm -hmm. this street looks like a spaceport like i feel like i'm about ready to like launch into like space mountain with jurassic posters <laughs> and it's super weird um and then well, between this and uh the other ride i mean they do kind of have these really bright lighting packages where it's like a lot of flashing uh jurassic world velocicoaster in orlando like that brand new ride and and this one they you know they've got these really cool lighting packages like in the queues and stuff like that there's lots of blues there's reds there's all kinds of cool colors like that and it's very futuristic um they do their best like to try to to try to model jurassic world because like you said we don't really get anything out of what the attractions are like you said the gyrosphere ride is like hey it's just this little thing here in the middle of nowhere but you know it's kind of hard to tell i can't really speak too highly about what exactly this room is because like it i don't know i have no idea like what is the like i know we start off in the innovation center right for this ride that's the queue mm -hmm. so they, they're they're trying to get you through the innovation center and then i don't know i i, I don't know like how you how you get to this portion of the of the attraction but like i don't even know what this hallway is outside of there's really cool but really cool animated posters this kind of leads into my actual critique of like the the first 30 seconds the next if you want to like fast forward through this or whatever the next spot is like the wonder portion which you mm -hmm. see like the stereotype brachiosaur like raising its neck and like it's gonna greet you and then yeah. from that point on it's just horror the whole like the rest <laughs> of the time whereas like the yeah original the original river raft drive ride did such a good job of like the wonder section what jurassic park was supposed to be is the first like five three to four minutes of that ride i mean it's slow mm -hmm. but like you're actually on the jurassic park tour for the first half of that ride before yeah. the horrific stuff starts to happen and i get that the horrific stuff is fun but the wonder stuff can can be fun too if you take the time to explore it um yeah i'm trying to look right now um Okay, so so duration, at least according to like Wikipedia for Jurassic World River Adventure, is seven minutes. So you have an extra three minutes or so, two three minutes to take in, to, to take in the park as as it is at naturally. Right. So that's that's probably the difference right there. For this ride, it's about four minutes or so. So um, so yeah, you basically are like just. Hey, here's one little really, really quick glimpse. And actually, I have I have heard a lot of um, people mention the same exact critique that you're saying here. It's like, man, I wish that beginning sequence was longer where you get to kind of look. Yeah. Like some of these universal attractions, you actually get to pull up into a screen, basically. And you basically sit there and, and the ride mo moves and, and kind of like, like turns and twists. Stuff, yeah, yeah it, it, they kind of sit in this screen where it makes you feel like you're doing more than you are um this one doesn't it kind of just continues along the track uh i don't yeah yeah it just kind of mo moves along here and you basically get a really quick view of this pretty awesome like skyline here yeah so, it's pretty yeah you basically have 
uh, Brachiosaurus heads popping up. And there's so many really cool details in this that I, I continually find. There's like, you know, you've got the aviary back there, a monorail line off on the right, uh, a lagoon, Brachiosaurus. There's trikes off on the left-hand side. And then, like, I, I still can't tell because it's very very blurry and stuff but there's a building over over on the left hand side it might be the radio tower at, at the bunker I, i'm still not completely sure um but uh it Whoa. gets struck it gets struck by lightning and and then once that happens i actually love that there's like there's vehicles there's like acu or ranger vehicles or something like with their with their like police lights on there <laughs> their emergency lights like kind of scrambling around the jungle like ready to uh you know yeah. fix things i guess okay. but it's it, it is too it is a little too quick Dude, uh, it's i too definitely short. would yeah i would love to see like the park which i you know i've kind of spoken that for for years now i just would love to have a jurassic ride where nothing goes wrong you know like just yeah. just witness dinosaurs <laughs> but that's not possible i don't think that's possible with like many rides you know there's only like a handful of rides where nothing goes wrong so uh, you know that's just the the nature of the thrills and, and the chaos of a ride but there's a handful I mean, you know yeah i've always kind of like from a re from a realistic perspective it's not realistic to assume that something bad goes on like wrong like <laughs> on every ride like that's that's not realistic well, I, when you're t when you're talking about Universal, it's like, well, let, let's take a look at their properties. It's like Jurassic World, okay, something has to go wrong. Transformers, okay, something probably has to go wrong. Spider-Man, yeah, something has to go wrong there. So it's like Fast and Furious, eh, probably some explosions. So there's like literally wait. any property is like something has to go wrong. Yeah, I forget where I was going with this argument. <laughs> some rides don't you know it's like even if you were I, we were talking about jungle cruise before like oh, that's not no, no, it's not so, really a ride where a lot a lot goes wrong there's little like incidences and close calls but like nothing too bad my favorite opening to like any outside the movie kind of stuff is for operation genesis which the opening to operation genesis is uh you're observing the park uh it's wonderful john hammond is talking to you and then it cuts in with Hey, the Raptors got out, right? That whole intro to that game is like, yeah, the park is always, the park is, and this is something again from Jurassic World that we don't see. The park is operational all the time, but there are things that go wrong that maybe are not brought to your attention as a visitor. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, yeah, I feel like none of the movies have ever played it well the first movie can't really <laughs> can't, the yeah. opportunity was the opportunity was basically at jurassic <laughs> world to basically just be like look this these this series of movies is going to be about jurassic world being open and the things that happen and at that park you know mm -hmm. um instead they just decided to like rehash the first two movies um which you know whatever um so like the opportunity for the audience to suspend their disbelief is there. They just never took that route. So yeah, it's like, you can't have a Jurassic park land where something always like you, you can't just have a normal land and a normal park, something catastrophic has to go wrong. <laughs> and in 2021, yeah. it's always the Indominus Rex. 
Oh, it's never anything it, else. Always it, in in Rex. every in 2015 through 2021, it's the Indominus Rex. It's always the Indominus Rex. Um, but yeah, so it it's very very quick. Actually, I guess in this in this interesting take, I guess on Jurassic World, it's not as bad as Universal Hollywood, where like the way that they depict Jurassic World is completely different than how it went in the movies. This is like it's close. It's it's pretty close. Um, yeah. Except for, like, the storm is, like, alluded to in the film with, like, the wet ground and stuff like that. But you actually never get to see a storm. But, like, in this case, it's it's kind of saying, like, oh, this lightning strike happens. And then then maybe that's what set out the uh, the Indominus Rex in a way. So it's, it's a little bit different, um, you know, than the film. But not too bad. Sorry. We're trying to open... This closet over here. <laughs> this closet. This closet, when you open it, is like 30 degrees cooler than the rest Ooh. of this room. Oh, gosh. It's, it's like, open it. Open you it. need that open, um, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not a complaint. It's just a critique. I'll never go, sure, I'll sure, never yeah. go to China to ride this ride. <laughs> so. so let's take a look at the rest. Uh, the lightning strike happened, and then, you, like you said, we get right out of the scene. And... Lightning strikes chaos. again. Chaos already is happening. It's a lot of darkness. I mean, you've been on. So this this actually pops up here. It's actually got the um, the the translation here for for the um, the language barrier there, and it says Jurassic World is canceled. Uh, your tour through Jurassic World is canceled due to the bad weather. So they basically just take everybody in, but you pass the Indominus enclosure, and that's all destroyed. But. Uh, you do get a, a, a quick look here at the Indominus. Massive, massive it's uh, cool. animatronic. It's, cool. it's so, so good. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, but it doesn't It doesn't really... Uh, it, oh, that's really cool. It kind of interacts with the vehicle. Spider-Man and Transformers do that a bit where, like, something hits your vehicle, pushes it along. This one actually, like, bumps into it with its head and, and pushes you backwards. I don't know why there's, like, a second view here in this video. Um, but I like uh, skipping forward a little bit because there's just a, a few dinosaur interactions. I think there's like, yeah, there's a ankylosaur here that kind of bumps it again. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. But at this point, maybe it's, maybe it's just me. Are you not kind of over the ankylosaurus indominus? Like, pick something else like there's gotta well, be some yeah. other animal well here's the thing look I, i've said i said this the other day in in our live stream about like and I, I i know some other people were saying it in the comments that like oh here we go again with jurassic world um in something you know we, we cannot and like you just said we can't get away from this in the past however long year however many years we can't get away from this moment in time but like i i don't care in this attraction it, it, it's, they nailed it no, from start to finish, I, I think. It that way. Like, so I, I don't I care mean, that, like, it's like, and there's no facing off here. It's not like the ankylosaurs and, and all that are facing off. Sure, do I wish, like, there was, like, more dinosaurs? Definitely, but, like, I mean, maybe I'm fine. I'm so fine with the ones that we have, you know? It's like, it's not like we're going to get, you know, a ton of animatronics. Like, these are massive, massive animatronics. Plus, there's three in that scene alone with the ankylosaur. There's three different... There's two babies, it looks like, and, and a, an adult, adult there. So maybe, maybe one of those babies is, is bumpy. My, Who knows? I mean, maybe. maybe, But maybe this is, like, my <laughs> hesitation for this. Like, I always felt like, even on the original ride, 
Spielberg yeah. wasn't like, oh, it has to be my seven dinosaurs that are in my sure. movie. Sure, there was like random, like, really random there was stuff in there. Protosaurus, there was Stegosaurus, there was Parasaurus. Well, Parasaurolophus is one of the seven. Um, but like, it was like him having signed off on that ride was, you know, and I always felt like Trevorrow stuff, similar to like how like I'm kind of starting to rethink my Mattel collection. It's like what <laughs> what Trevorrow added to jurassic park mattel added to jurassic park so like mm-hmm. i just feel like all these rides now it's like the trevorrow stamp of like we've stamped we've stomped out spielberg like, <laughs> I mean, am i wrong no i mean it's you know it's basically like like with hollywood it's like hey well it was jurassic park but now it's just it's just Jurassic Dude, World. The, I mean, the, they did the keep, Hollywood, you know, the dinosaurs, a lot of the the same dinosaurs there, but um The Hollywood ride is the is the the quintessential Trevorrow like additives. Mm-hmm. It's it's the Mosasaurus. It's the uh and there is an Ankylosaurus, right? In that ride? Or uh no? it's still the Stegosaurus. I don't think there's any Ankylosaurus in that ride. Um oh, okay. they, they removed the Pteranodons, I believe, fully, so they're not there. Um but you do have blue and it just feels, uh, I mean, Indominus. I don't know. They're adopting the new franchise, which is totally fine. Like I'm, I'm 30, whatever, complaining <laughs> about this. You know, I'm sure my nephew would be completely out oh of God. his mind if he saw this stuff. Look, I just you, wish would, that, you I would just be out of your mind if you, if you saw this in person stuff. too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of tough, but that's why Orlando's a, a great place, you know, for for Jurassic in general because you do have the a nice mix. You you do get your uh, Spielberg and your Trevorrow. So it's it's kind of a, a nice little mix there. And, and they do reference, you know, each other within, uh, not from River Adventure to Velocicoaster, but from Velocicoaster, they do reference River Adventure and stuff like that. So it is nice. Yeah. It is nice. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, there's a really incredibly, so here's a gyrosphere, but there's an incredibly impressive sequence here um, where the Indominus Rex pops her head out again and actually, mm-hmm. like, follows the ride vehicle, like, for an yeah. extended period of time, which is one of the best moments, I would think, in any theme park attraction anywhere. Because well, where do you get that size animatronic following you for, for seconds? Like, it's not like Dinosaur the Ride in, in, in uh, Orlando at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. It's not like that, man. It, that thing follows you for, it like, a step. And then it's like, that's it. You know, there's like two steps and then that's it. This thing actually follows your vehicle and moves. Like it really, really moves. That thing doesn't do the same thing. Um, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. And and that's something that, that's something that Jurassic has always missed in their rides. Like dinosaur mm -hmm. was all, I was, I feel like dinosaur at Disney is always, it's like the gold standard in dinosaur rides. And you're right. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I would trust you. It's been years since I've ridden that. So like, I know you go quite often, but like, uh, that's the, one of those exhilarating parts of that ride when that car oh, for sure, yeah. chases your car. And because of the ride, you feel like it's a solid, you feel like it's a while, but maybe, I mean, if you're saying it's just a second or a, well, yeah, you're, like, it's like, you're stuck. I think that's the part where you're stuck in mud and then you, you hear it coming and then the light comes on and it's basically just like a, like two, maybe two steps or three steps or so. I don't know at the most, um, with this thing, like, fo- like actually, like, follows you for a while, like, around this whole bend. Um, I-, I would think, based off of what I see in this video, that it's, like, kind of like a carousel in a way where, like, you're kind of 
back uh, backtracking like along this curve, like backwards, and then the Indominus is kind of going around this curve as well, and then continues once once it like you guys disperse from each other, it kind of continues. I would think around that curve to reset for the next ride vehicle as, as it comes up yeah, and then you think you know, it backs up. You think it's continuously going I in think a circle. It, yeah. I think it's just a big indominus circle that it just kind of goes along. Um, don't quote me. That's just what it looks like from what I'm seeing, because as the car officially backs out of that scene, it looks like the indominus continues in that, in that trajectory of like a circle. Mm-hmm. So it's just really, really impressive. And I just hope that like with these massive, animatronics like it holds up for for a long time because you never know with with big uh you know working animatronics like this how long they'll last or how much maintenance they're going to need and stuff like that um but yeah it's really really impressive and then then we get a bunch of uh screen moments i'm still stuck i don't know if that's officially a screen or a vehicle i think it's a screen but it's hard to tell this this next scene is actually pretty cool because it's it's a blend of like physical where you have um uh, one of those like ACU uh, vehicles backed up. Actually, it's like the same vehicle that you see like Gray and uh, Zach yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah. the back of. It, it's so the blue. Coolest, it's the coolest vehicle in, as far as I'm concerned, it's the coolest vehicle in the Jurassic World. It's pretty uh, cool. Like I love this vehicle. I think it's. I think. I think it's neat. Like I think it's like, it's a step above what uh, the red jeeps were. You know, like mm-hmm. this actually has like a medical table for smaller animals um yeah i love this truck i think this is i'm trying to think if there's anything cooler in jurassic world i think this is it like i think this is my favorite right the only other thing i can think of that's like cooler than this that's not like straight from a movie would be like did you ever see that concept art of it was like a truck that was like the red and the white or the red and the beige and like, mm-hmm. it like had like a dinosaur cage on the back of it. And it was, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, there's a, it's a cool piece of art floating out there that was, it was supposed to be at the, at the universal or something, but, mm-hmm. um, Oh yeah. 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 Well, anyway, it's, it's a cool vehicle and it has, it has blue sticking out the back, like a physical animatronic of blue. So that's pretty, pretty awesome in and of itself. And then there is another, it looks like another one of those vehicles. And Owen, you know, flies up on his motorcycle. All the other raptors kind of jump around, which is cool. And yeah. then they they take off to the to the left, and your your ride vehicle also goes to the left. And they kind of peel into the next scene, which is also like a, a blend of like physical. There's like physical um, fencing and stuff like that right there. But then I don't know, like know what this part of the park is or whatever. But like, there's this cool like underground tunnel portion that they kind of like just drive down into and all the raptors all four of them just go down in this tunnel it looks so so impressive i like i dig that so much and it brings them like back up out of a tunnel like right at paddock nine so again we're kind of straying from the storyline a little bit we're like this never this never really happened like owen didn't didn't do a massive jump (laughs) like over some stairs or something like on his motorcycle and all the raptors are waiting raptors are not these three raptors would not be cool with claire yeah, they're all, all of it's all of them. All four of them are standing right there as the T Rex is is coming out of the paddock, <laughs> and Claire. And then uh, you take a few turns and you end up right on Main Street. And this is like, I I don't know I don't know of a moment in an attraction where like you may have like a more thrilling moment than being on Main Street. You see T Rex Kingdom on your right. The T Rex is out there roaring. It looks so impressive. So like. 
plays you just pause on a really bad frame. Oh, it's not the clearest thing ever, but like. No, I know, but you just pause on a. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's so impressive. And you twist around, you get both the T Rex and the Indominus. And then it blends so well into like the next scene where it kind of takes you indoors. It's kind of a lot like how how in the film, you know, you do that like big like 360 camera motion where like, you know, the yeah. camera kind of goes indoors, outdoors, up high, down low. Um, this takes you right inside where you get to see like, oh, the Indominus is looking through the windows now at you and the fight's still going on outside and you're continuing through the stores and what whatnot. And this like indoor scene here is so so cool because like you're inside like a store or something and you got destruction in front of you like physical props and things and then a massive screen that showcases this huge battle claire whipping a flare at the indominus eye all of the raptors attacking the indominus it's it's so so impressive oh i I like can't that there's this shot which is not very great in this video but like a shot of the T-Rex just roaring in the moonlight and like, it's so, so good. And it smashes the Indominus through the building. And then uh, basically the ride's over right there. So it it's, and, and like kind of like it, you kind of like what we said at the beginning, how like the beginning is very quick. I think the ending is like, I don't, I don't really care too much about the beginning. Sure. It's a little fast, but like the ending feels like there's no closure to me. I'm like, Oh, like what happened? Like, did the battle? Who won? Like, was that the end of the battle? Like, I, I don't know. Like, because like you don't actually see like the rest of the battle where like the Mosasaur comes and attacks and you know everything, all that stuff happens. Like, so like all of a sudden the, the it's just over. Like you're just out of there. So it's just like you're just kind of getting a glimpse. So uh, it's cool. It's cool. But uh, that that's the end of the ride there. And and uh, you know you just go back it's, into another hallway. It's cool. It embraces things that I wish universal would embrace outside like i think universal could very much make the sidewalks at islands of adventure more you know we're saying that we don't you know we don't get to see the park being a park Mm -hmm. if they did some screens outside some kind of anti-glare screens where like you're looking through trees into like just Mm -hmm. a video of animals yeah like that would just that w- sell it just that much more. <laughs> um, or like, I know they tried with the Triceratops exhibit where like they made it this big line, but like, honestly, they didn't need to be a line. Like they could have just put that Triceratops hanging out next to the sidewalk behind a fence. Like that's the kind of stuff that I think would sell universal even more, you know, um, yeah. let me look into the Raptor paddock, you know, like let me experience well, well, that's what's that's what's kind of nice. That's what's kind of nice about Universal the, now, though. Yeah. Like, you do get to look into the Raptor paddock. You actually do get to like. You don't see the. You can see like the ride and the roller coaster and the Raptors in there, but like, it, it's cool because there actually are like partitions where you can like look through into the paddock itself. So it's it's kind of cool in that. This, in that during, sense. this is during the queue. No, like outside in the walkways now. Oh, I mean that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually like look through like steel fencing and stuff like that as like the ride is going by and like into the paddock and there's waterfalls and it's it's really really impressive. And I'm I'm sure when you go out to if you go out to Beijing, you probably have a very similar experience. There's a lot of motion, waterfalls and 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 stuff like that. So 
I don't know. I, I think they're doing a killer job so far with, with the past two attractions. So see where they're going to go next. But we still have some some stuff to open up in Beijing, so we'll see how the rest of it goes. But Jurassic World Adventure looks pretty amazing. And, and, and I think, you know, if I was to be on this attraction, maybe it's not as, as thrilling as, as it seems, but I think it looks like it's one of the best rides ever made. Oh, it looks like, like a lot of fun. I'm not... Ever, my, uh, yeah. my complaints are like are more critique than anything. It's like, just because I, it's because I love the franchise. Right. It's, but like, yeah, this ride looks yeah. excellent. Honestly. It's tough. So. Yeah. We, we want to see like a working operating park, but like we never get that opportunity. We want it in like TV form, comics, movies, rides, but like they, they don't, they just want to see the world burn. Like Jurassic just wants to see the world burn. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what sells, you know? Yeah. I guess so. Um, all right, so let's move on to our next topic here, which is actually going to be, uh, let's bring it up here. We're going to talk about Mattel's latest. So it's not there's not there's not too much to talk about, I don't think. But we'll, we're going to go over to Collect Jurassic, our buddy over there. Tim has some some pictures here for packaging and stuff like that for some of the latest items. Oh man, hold on, I'm not logged in. <laughs> I gotta log in for for um, for us to see this. But what do you think? Like you've seen some of the stuff popping up here and there so far. What what yeah. do you think of um, some of the latest offerings? And where are you as a collector right now? Well, let me tell you. There's nothing it. to ruin. There's nothing more that ruins a collector's spirit than having to box it all up and then realize that like half of your storage unit now that you're paying monthly for is toys. um but i but like realistically man like until i feel like we're losing we're losing the jurassic style i feel like in a lot of these newer mattel offerings the artists have had like a little bit more liberty to do i guess yeah whatever they want um it's I'm, hard because there, there's it's a little bit of both. Like I, I, you know, like this, this Aranosaurus looks beautiful. I think that looks very Jurassic, and uh, straight out of obviously Camp Cretaceous. But um, I think that yeah, looks really this, good. What's that Triceratops looking thing? Is that a Stratosaurus? Oh, the, no, it's not. A no, this is, is a Pentaceratops. Uh, so this looks beautiful. This is this is, is going to be Mattel new. Figure? Yeah, yeah, it's Mattel's Dino Escape Mega Destroyer uh, for later this year. It says. Um, oh. and I it mean, looks like, beautiful. Cool like, that and I actually, like yeah, I compared it. Like I ha- actually held like the Triceratops, which, and, and all these different things, which I do still have like right here, all these guys. I was like holding these up the other day. Sorry, they're roaring. Uh, comparing like the heads and stuff. I'm like, okay. Cause to me, it looked just like a Triceratops kind of like changed up, but no, it's like completely different looking. Yeah. These things will like, they're not going to stop making noise now. Um, they're so sensitive <laughs> for making noise, but, um, you know, there's different elements. Oh my gosh. There's different elements of the bodies that like kind of, it's the body kind of looks like the Pachyrhinosaurus, but like different a little bit. There's like that yeah. separator in the middle. Um, and that huge frill is pretty awesome. So I think like maybe I would have liked the more inspired color choice, but I do like, no, I what love the, the color choice, you do. Man. You like it. It's yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just a dull, like packaging and, and, and you know? yeah, it, you know, it looks very natural. Which is good, um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I really um, dig like this this uh, uh, Sinoceratops, like this kind of. Oh my god, I didn't even do anything, dude, and it made noise. I don't I, know how do you make noise on this thing. Like how? I just I don't know how it does it. <laughs> I, maybe I'm just giving it a hard time. I just don't like for me. I think there's gonna be a purge that has to happen at some point. It's gonna be like, mm-hmm. does my flock of Gallimimus need to be 25? Can it be 15? No. no, yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's what I've been doing that as well. Like recently, there's been a lot of stuff and a lot of repaints and different things like that um, and some new stuff. And I've been thinking, well, we're getting close to the Dominion stuff, right? We're D- Dominion yeah. toys are right around the corner. So I've been kind of holding back on a lot of things where like typically I'll go to Target and I'll see a new Velociraptor. I'll be like, oh, yeah, let me get that Velociraptor. And I'm like, at this point, like you're saying, like, do I really need 25 Velociraptor down there? No, but you're definitely not. But here's not. the thing. The Dominion toys, Raptors. Do you think you're getting a new sculpt? Like, do you, honestly, do you really think you're getting a new Raptor sculpt? I, I don't know. I mean... There's like it, four they're of them really out there already. Yeah, there's yeah, that's about it, and and not much has ever changed between them and and right. Yeah, so I mean that's fine. I I don't mind like when a, when a new one comes out, and you know we do know that there are other kinds of raptor. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what else happens there. So, um, but I you know looking at these these new things here. So we we talked about this I think on our live stream, but this uh, very Ghostbusters esque yeah, uh, ter- terror dog. This, I'm not getting this terror dude, dog. Dude, I'm no. getting this thing. What is it? A Shringosaurus? I, I you know that is a thing. Which I this is what I've always loved about Jurassic films and the toys is. I don't know about these things because I am not a paleontologist. I do not study these creatures. Right. I have no idea what dinosaurs really are until I see them in a film or in toy form. And then from there, that's when I do my due diligence and I go and check out, oh, well, these things are a little bit different, but that's really cool that this thing existed. And I had no idea that this was a real thing. <laughs> like This is such a departure for me from a dinosaur. Like, was it the, I know, what did, I know. What Kenner do? Kenner did something that was like the like lycanops or lycanops or whatever that was like yeah it looked like a saber-toothed tiger which it's not a saber-toothed tiger at all um but even that as a kid i didn't care in fact the only reason i have one is i just happened to find one like at a at a toy shop in when i was in burbank uh-huh. he had one for like and you know he was, he was selling it for like 15 20 bucks i was like well i don't have this one so i'll pick it up but like yeah like Oh, you're looking up the sh- so yeah, oh, I, cool. I, I yeah, that's what I wanted to like kind of showcase real quick on our our video portion that we do have like what the actual animal looks like, and it's not a a dinosaur, you know, it's something else, uh, you know, and that's that's fine because we do get those kinds of things. These like big lizard, I, yeah, I don't know. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like I don't know what okay. these things are, this but it looks one, awesome. This, this gray thing? drawing, yeah, that's way cooler than that toy. It's like next it's to way a nun. <laughs> it, it looks like a it, monitor, like this, it looks like a monitor lizard. This thing looks pretty awesome down here. This like sunset, like paleo art looking thing. It looks awesome. Well, what is this? This like a mod for like Jurassic World Evolution looks really weird. Um, uh, maybe maybe I am gonna get this one. But like like there's like a lizard over here that like it looks like a new lizard that they maybe mocked up. But like it's so weird. It's such a unique creature that like I never knew existed. And I love these weirdo creatures like the moss chops and like stuff like that like i love those unique things that like how did these things exist like that is very 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 cool to me you have to think you have to think like okay jurassic park 
they've got mm -hmm. like their 15 species or 13 species, right? That they've up to that point in 1993, they figured out how to clone. You have to think by like Jurassic. And so like, it's like every dinosaur is like an event you would imagine, right? Like going to each paddock or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You have to imagine by Jurassic World, it's kind of like going to your local zoo where like on the way to the alligator exhibit, they've got like these geckos in a side tank that you can, I guess, look at if you want yeah, to. Yeah. Like, I feel like some of these dinosaurs fit that purpose of like, well, you're walking, you might as well look at something. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can get that mentality of like, you know, what Jurassic World was trying to sell that, uh, you know, eh, dinosaurs, whatever, you know, it's, it's a dinosaur, yeah, fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I can kind of, I can kind of understand that mentality and like, Dude, if they threw this thing in the mix, I would be like, yo, let me go check out that exhibit. It's so weird. Like, you know, if, if this is a, like a new addition to the park, but like that's I, it's such an interesting thing. Uh, like, I don't I don't know that I love the color scheme on this, but like it's cool. And I'm definitely going to pick it up because it's something different. And and, you know, like I said, I'm kind of holding off on a lot. Like, I don't need another Baryonyx. There's 95 Baryonyx out there. Velociraptors um triceratops i don't need triceratops and like things like that so i'm i'm definitely into picking up shringosaurus like, the, okay so like the metricanthosaurus there's a new version of that one coming out and it's like oh definitely i would don't need rather that. i would i would rather sell two of mine that i've got on ebay and then grab one of the new ones yeah yeah because the color you know. scheme is natural looking like this mm -hmm. thing this thing's cool i have the original version of this yeah i'd get a couple of these to to balance that out but then i'm done like it's like i don't uh, need the species anymore i don't have the mononychus so i would absolutely pick this up because i don't have the original one so that would be a good one to to pick up um velociraptor here i mean this is a great looking velociraptor um, yeah, it does look cool. much like Charlie, um, but we, we, how many of these have they made already? How many Charlies have they made? I have the Charlie you know? that's like, that's not this pose. I mean, is he this pose? I don't know, man. There's, there's so many. I don't I see any that look like this one in particular. Maybe one right there. It's hard to say, but. Um, I want to go get it out of my closet, but I don't, I don't really want to jump At least it's cold in there, you know? 30 seconds. No, I mean, some other closet. But like, <laughs> uh, Different temperature. No, I have I have a raptor action. See this one? No. Ramphorhynchus. Well, like I have well, a couple of Ramphorhynchus, but like this doesn't look real. I kind of I kind of dig the paint job on this. I think it looks pretty interesting, um, but I don't know that I'll pick this one up because, you know, I, I never know what to do with the flying ones. I like I don't know how to really present them yeah, on my shelf and stuff like that. They doing? take up a lot of space. You know what I tried doing? I tried, I hung fishing string up. Yeah. And I did it like in like, I did like a couple different directions across with pins in the wall. Mm -hmm. And then from the string, I hung them on different string. And I was like, oh, it's going to, and I did it like different levels. And it was really cool in my head. And then like four <laughs> hours later, by the time, like I finally got it all. Four up, hours. Oh no, that's well, all. Yeah. Cause like they were all falling. <laughs> they were falling. This is a big pain. It just didn't work out the way I thought it was going oh, to. Oh, man. And so, That's yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's like, what do you do with the flying ones? I, you know, um, I just kind of have them perched on, like, the bars on the side of my shelves, usually. I don't know if there's any on this one, but, like, I've got this thing that, uh, whatever that, the Rathtar from Star Wars perched on the side. Uh, no, there's none on this, but on the other ones, they're just kind of perched on things, but, like, not on yeah. the shelf space themselves. Um this here we have a tanny strophus 
Strophius, I guess, uh, you know, this is kind of a throwback, but I know a lot of people it's a throwback don't. throwback to this series too, yeah. Which I never, I never had anything like that before. Um, you know, I do, it's again, it's a thing like, oh, I don't even know this is a real thing. Um, but, you know, it's sure it's kind of crazy looking, but I, I, I dig it. And this is definitely something I will absolutely get. Um, I have the original Kenner one. My first experience with it, though, is when Kenner repainted it for Chaos Effect. That was the first one I got of this species. Huh. And then I found, like, later on, I got the blue one that was from Series 2. But again, I'm kind hmm. of in this mode of, like, what can Mattel make that complements the Kenner stuff at this point? Like, that's kind of where I'm at. Well, you, you, you sound like, like you just want, like, I, and I think a lot of us would want, like, what a lot of these other brands have been doing. Um, where you get like the Ghostbuster, like literally these just Ghostbusters Kenner remade, like straight up just remade. And that would be really cool mm -hmm. to see like, like the old style figures, the action figures and some of the older dinos and stuff like that just remade like as a brand new toy in the, the classic packaging. And so, like if you could go to Target or Walmart nowadays and pick up Red Rex in a classic Kenner package but like somewhat slightly different. Like that would be so cool. Like how cool would that be? But see, it would be cool. But like, here's my issue with that. I'm literally at that point for me, because I still have all mine. <laughs> I'm literally just buying them for a, a crisp box, which has no mm. actual value because it's not an original 90s. Not yeah. Release. So like, like, okay. Can I make an assumption that you have those ghostbusters? Because at one point in your childhood, you actually had them and they're no longer with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, would those you have ones bought those? Don't have those. I do have some originals over there. Um, they're they're just like a different line or whatever, but from the same time period. But would you have? Okay, but would you rebuy ones that you as a kid like still like, had? Like, if you still had them? Uh yes, yes. Because you would because right over there, I also have the same kind of packaging. I have uh, Stay Puffed and um, Slimer. And I have those still. Like I have the original Stay Puft and Slimer, and I, you know, I let my son play with them. They're in his toy box now, which is like a different thing. Like I love yeah. being able to give him those. So now that he has those, I have these. Like, and they're unopened. They're in a package. Like, so I kind of, I kind of like that. And I am not, uh, as far as collecting goes, I'm not a person to really keep things in the package outside of these four that you, that are behind me, and then yeah. those two over there, and then there's like maybe like three back to the future things but that's it like everything else i'll I've, rip i'll rip open like i don't care. i've thought of that too i'm like man if they re-release like the entire series everything would yeah. i like go after them and i just i just don't know it would have to be like a special like, maybe the one that for sure had like the great art on the front like if i could go get a cats <laughs> in the package like absolutely it's a yeah. great like I even I have I have the series two like all the Dino Tracker vehicles, I was able to get those uh, in their packaging like later like way later so like mm -hmm. I have those they're amazing, um, the box art on those is fantastic, but I just like I don't know if I'm gonna like go buy a Velociraptor, in its package <laughs> when I have yeah, like I have like ten hard. of those, loose in my apartment now I don't know yeah. it's weird. Yeah yeah I yeah I don't know I'm I'm I think there's a different sort of collector in all of us you know like we all collect yeah. things very differently and i know people that have to have each and every item and then i know like somebody like myself who's very selective and of course i know people that are like collecting toys is dumb i don't like it and i'm like what 
are you talking about? But uh, right. <laughs> but also like you know it's just very different for your own you know, mentality where you come from. What what do you want you know in your life? Like what makes you happy? I guess um, you know and I you know like these uh, these shoes these Reebok shoes like they came in like cool packaging and I was almost like sifting through the website like. Well, like I like these, but like I, I don't like the packaging as much. I want one that had like cool packaging and cool shoes because, like, yeah. you know, these they kind of like display like the old Kenner boxes and stuff like that. So I was like kind of sifting through like in that way, like, oh, how do I want to display these or wear these or whatever, you know? I also think like when Mattel announced that they were doing the toys and. I think they had like a really strong start with Fallen Kingdom and that made sense to do everything. But we didn't get Jurassic we didn't get Jurassic World like Star Wars gets Star Wars. Like with Mattel, their their mentality of keeping the train rolling is just to release dinosaur after dinosaur after dinosaur, most of which are mm-hmm. repaints. But again, they're not selling you Jurassic World. They're just selling you dinosaur toys. Dinosaurs, yeah. Like yeah, I, I mean that's fair that enough. I I, I would I would rather them sell toys than not. So I'm I'm cool with them like kind of branching sure. out and then and then building off of like Camp Cretaceous and previous stuff like old stuff and kind of like we haven't really strayed all miss. that far, you know. Sure, yeah, some of them are, you know. Um, like, okay, the best thing about Star Wars pre prequels was like every quarter, every financial quarter, they celebrated a different film or whatever mm-hmm. so like i maybe i've said this on this but like when i started my job that i'm at now they were celebrating like some kind of uh empire strikes back well i was a target and you could get like every vehicle from empire strikes back every character from empire strikes back like every alien from empire strikes back every animal that they ride from empire strikes back like he was an <laughs> empire strikes back like thing. yeah where now it's like they're just perpetuating dinosaurs and what an amazing way to like celebrate uh Jurassic Park 3 which I don't love mm-hmm. just had an anniversary but would have been cool to do sure a Jurassic Park 3 quarter where it was the a Spinosaurus re-release uh new raptor action figures uh the original all the characters uh 3, three, yeah. three quarter like I agree a, a I plane agree cargo a plane cargo playset which wouldn't even have to be like a full plane it could literally just be a tube <laughs> like they they it really should have cool for them to do that. They really should have done like you know because they started in 2018 right with Fallen Kingdom. So they should have done like, hey, here's here's 2018 is Fallen Kingdom and Jurassic Park. So that's what the legacy is. And then like the next year, 2019 is Lost World and and some Fallen Kingdom or whatever, just Lost World, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it, so they should have gone like year by year and like giving you everything everything out of every film that would have been great you know of all the movies that i think i'd get amped up for a new toy like jurassic park 3 because jurassic park 3 Mm -hmm. is the odd man out it fits with nothing yeah i know if they literally were like hey for for all of 2021 we're gonna celebrate you know you're gonna get your jurassic world stuff but we're gonna celebrate jurassic park 3 like to have all those yeah. characters be in scale with the rest of them, to have those dinosaurs be in scale with the rest of them. I'm trying to think what dinosaurs from Jurassic Park three actually that haven't been made. I don't think there's any. No, I, but you know, and we have gotten like little things here and there, like a 
uh, what do you call it? The Ceratosaurus. I'm sure there was one. There's been so many yeah. made at this point already, like three or four, right? Um, one of them has to kind of look like the one from Jurassic Park three, I guess. I, well, I don't the first know one, the one that you really don't like with the, the, the red one that head, I don't I like, like is the closest, maybe. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I definitely would have liked that if they had just kind of gone year by year and just focused on a single film and given you everything, like you're saying, everything from that film Dude, the, would have been the, amazing. The red and you know? green, the red and green ankylosaurus. I mean, I hate to say it, but the no. aqua and red brachiosaur. No, uh, no. Yeah, I don't want. I, you would not. You I would, would not buy it. I would not buy it. But like, oh, I would definitely no. love to see it out there in existence. You know, like for a purchase. You know, and I, and I, all the humans, I, all those things. Like, I would love all of these things. But like, at this point, it's like, where? When are those ever going to happen? You know, like all they seem intent to do is like, hey. Here's like here's like an Alan Grant and I think he had like a white shirt and then there's like a of JP3 Velociraptor and, and some eggs or something like that and that came out and I never got it I don't even know where that was ever released I I never saw it um, so you know and that was it that was the only I think JP3 thing um, outside of the uh, now the Amber Collection Velociraptor male but um, like, you know we'll get new human figures for. You know we'll get new human figures for the new movie. I can't imagine mm -hmm. they're not going to do them because, but like, like they're just going to pump out more Owens, more Ians, more Allens. You'll be lucky to find an Ellie. You know. Um, well, it it'll be nice to at least have new sculpts and and new outfits for all of these characters, and hopefully they go all out and give us like every iteration if they do change their clothes in the films and stuff like that. So we do get more Allen Allies Ellen wait Allies Ellens. Allies. Ellie's and, and Ellen's. Ellen's, Ellie's and Allen's, uh, and Ian's. <laughs> no, too many names. Um, and you know whoever else. Like it would be great to have you know everything that they have to offer in these films. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like you know what what will be the legacy portion of 2022? Like I have no idea. It's gonna be interesting to see what they end up doing. Maybe they will go Lost World JP3 since they gave us a lot. And they, they, they are intent on giving us a lot from Jurassic Park, it seems like, because, you know, now we have Ray Arnold, we have Timmy, we have Nedry. Uh, so, so they are kind of giving us more of that. Of course, there are yeah. still multiple, like, you know, they're going to stretch that out because we do also need, um, you know, we need um, Lex and we need Gennaro and, and, probably some other like i would like like just like park workers or joffrey or you know i forget if there's anybody else i'm missing but um you know you're, you're nice. not getting job we're not we don't have lex yet you're not getting joffrey <laughs> i know down the getting, road after, way, after, way after lex you're not getting pink shirt <laughs> why driver, not we need man. pink shirt driver man that's <laughs> saying it like, would be awesome i would love it jerry like, harding like love, come on like i would also love i blows my mind i don't understand why <laughs> why do these why do the trucks any all of them all the cars why do the cars not come with random numbers like stickers that you can mm -hmm. put on that would be That'd so be cool, cool. With, that'd be like, awesome okay here's the thing it's a waste of paper to print every number twice right so that you can choose sure. your number but if they randomized it and you didn't know which one you got until you opened it that'd be so cool <laughs> That would that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I'd yeah. be down with that. Well, instead they, they gave out a, a bunch of those like park maps and stickers for, for a while for the Camp Cretaceous things. Um but yeah. Anyway, uh we we have a monolophosaurus here, green, looks cool. I like it. I dig the yeah, monolophosaurus, cool. so I'm I'm open to picking up as many of these as I can. Uh yeah. kinda plain, boring. Missyakosaurus still haven't gotten my my green one yet. 
I don't know. Hopefully no, and, it will. And this one looks worse than the green one. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think green... I, I don't think I would pick up a second of the Mysiacosaurus. Um Kentrosaurus. I like that. I like that Styracosaurus. I thought that was cool. I like this yeah. Kentrosaurus. This is cool. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks like you're gonna have to install the spikes on the sides yourself. I don't think they're gonna come in the package because there's nothing. There's like a hole there. Um, oh yeah, actually the spike That's is right cool. behind it. You can see it um, in the packaging. It's like stuck onto the packaging itself. Um, so yeah, that, that's a cool one. I'll definitely like to. Ha- I definitely like to have that one again. The Metrocanthiosaurus don't care. Um, Allosaurus don't, don't need it. Don't need it. No. Ceratosaurus definitely don't need it. Um, they just get worse and worse. Like the the first one, I like the first <laughs> one, but those just get worse and worse. Uh, Monolophosaurus, different style here with Brooklyn. Of course, need Brooklyn. <sighs> Yeah, I do um, actually. I would. I would rather have this over that loose green one. Okay. Because it, look, it gets you the different different style. style and it yeah. Gets you a human, and uh-huh. I want to support the fact that they're making these humans. They're humans, yeah. So. Of course, I know there is a Kenji one with a monolophosaurus too, and I think he comes. I, I think he comes with the bike as well. Um, and then here we have another Velociraptor. Cool paint job. Nice paint job. And she comes with two. Uh, which they're not mentioned here. It's the Sammy and Velociraptor. You got Sammy and you have two compies with different paint jobs. So that's great, actually. Uh, you know, the very simplistic, uh, compies that we've, we've seen before, same sculpts and everything, same posi- uh, poses, but two different colors. So that's cool. And then, uh, I'm not sure if this is an updated color or not. I think it is, but like I baby Brachiosaurus. Oh, I need these. It looks I, so I good. I want the gray one more than this one, but I do. I don't care. It's so it, cool. Like, I wish they would come out with this this paint job. It's so close. Like, they could have just made this paint job on this this hatchling that do, I have. Do it yourself. I don't. I can't. I guess I could, but, like, I'm not very good at that sort of thing. Mattel. You know, painting and stuff like that, on do, repainting figures. Do, do more of these where, like, they're, like, they fit your full size or they fit. I get you can't do the hatchlings like Kenner mm-hmm. did. I understand. I understand the logistics of that being a total waste of <laughs> molds and money and stuff. But yeah. this, this fits well, into some kind of. But this fits into some kind of sizing demographic. There are definitely baby animals that are this size. Mm-hmm. Do this. Yeah. Yeah. Do, give me. Give me two of these per quarter, because that's awesome. Yeah. Give me a baby T-Rex like that, right? That looks like a baby, right? Give me That'd be, that'd be amazing. Give you know, me uh I, I don't know any <laughs> any of them. I wish the mini dinos had more of like a baby instead of just dinosaurs that are big as mini- miniatures. Yeah. Um so that would be good if those minis were kind of the hatchling size. But this is great. I love the baby brachiosaurus. It comes with Darius and um, a resonating chamber and what looks to be binoculars, I'm guessing. Um, but I, I kind of wish Darius had an updated sculpt. He's still got his sweatshirt on from season one. Um, so I would like to see like the more tattered Darius that's been through it, you know, for three seasons. Because um, we've gotten, we get a band that's like that, but um, not Darius. So anyway, that's a fantastic package and I, I cannot wait to own that someday whenever that happens. So Mattel is like it's a little hit or miss sometimes, but like it's it's been like that since the beginning. So, you know, it's nothing uh nothing too much to write home about. But I overall am super excited about, you know, where this is going right now and uh, I can't wait to see it. I'm always still interested in the in the hunt, you know, trying to find these things out in the wild and and uh seeing, you know, what's available. So right now it's you know, we've we've just gotten the big wave of that. the explorer and yeah. 
um, you know, we've gotten all this 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 new stuff, and then there's the big right now. There's the big um, banner thing that's like on the the end cap. It's got the Explorer and stuff like that on there with the T Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of stagnant right now after all that stuff just debuted. So I haven't seen anything new in a, in a few weeks. So yeah, but so otherwise, how's the Explorer selling. Um, did, I, did I freak out over nothing? Is it just sitting on shelves? It's it's definitely just just sitting on shelves. Almost said a different word there, but it's definitely just sitting on shelves. Um, family friendly show. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, I have it just sitting on a shelf right there. Got to be very careful now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been restocked a lot. So I don't know, like how many how many have been restocked? But right now, mine has like a bunch, like at least four. Uh, or more. Oh, wow. okay. Um, yeah. But the Nedries are still out there like crazy. They literally cannot get rid of those at all. Like my store has has got to have like twelve sitting on the shelf. Oh um, no! Yeah, it's it's so bad. It's so bad with the with the truck and everything. It's just not good. Stripe um, gate, man. Stripe gate. We've, we've seen some weird, you know, throwbacks and stuff. Like the in, in, Indoraptor has been back. Actually, you can see it there in uh, Tim's uh, post era on Collect Jurassic. Uh, from Target, the, the Indoraptor's been back a little bit. Uh, I, I've rarely seen the Scorpius. Um, Brachiosaurus still plentiful. Um, Super Colossal still on the shelf. So yeah, it's doing pretty good. I mean, there's plenty out there right now um, if you want it. But you know, as a as a massive collector and stuff like that, like I either have it all or I just don't want to gra- grab whatever that new thing is. You know? Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like. <sighs> I'm trying to think like what it would take for me. Cause like, like I said, I'm, I'm with dominion, especially when it's like, there will be new, like canonical paint yeah. jobs and new canonical dinosaurs. Like, okay. So Kentra, like let's use Kentrosaurus as an example. Mm-hmm. This obviously I don't think has any relevance to any like reference from a movie, but if let's say it's in dominion and then they, they they're going to make one that looks closer to the movie version, then it's like, well then do I keep this old Kentrosaurus? And for me, it's like probably not as long if there's something that looks like, yeah, the real, the real deal, I'll probably get rid of, cause I'm not one of these guys that's going to hang on to these things. Like <laughs> I'm even, I'm debating actually at my parents' house in a closet. I have an entire line of Hasbro mutants or whatever they were calling them uh oh yeah 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 they're in their boxes Mm. i got them all i was like i'm not i never opened them because i think they're (laughs) ugly but here's the thing i know there's a collector out there there's a collector out there who's gonna want all of those in the box yeah and i'm starting to think maybe it's time to uh catch it it might yeah it might be time uh yeah so maybe I'll hit you up about that uh, Indominus with the red accents on it at some point. Well, so. I'm selling it as a lot, buddy. <laughs> Ten oh. grand. Ten no. grand. Never, never. <laughs> All right. So what do you say we move on to our next yeah, yeah, topic? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So next up is Jurassic World Evolution 2. And uh, we do have a trailer here, which um, popped up the other day. So uh, we can take a quick look at that as we're... We're going through here, but um, oh, let me turn this down before we get started this time. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2. What is this? Oh, is this a stream? Oh, man, I got the wrong video here. Hold on. Um, no, I don't want to watch the stream. Oh, yeah, here we go. Pre-order trailer. Um, <laughs> I guess it, it played before, so. 
So we got, uh, you know, this is, and this is the kind of thing that like does not interest me all that much when I watch trailers for like this game in particular. It's like, okay, I mean, this stuff, we've seen this, like we've played this game before. Oh, wow. That's way too close. Um, so basically I, I watch and I see all these dinosaurs. I'm like, okay, the, the skins look cool. Everything looks cool. Scenery looks fun, but like, I, I get it. We get stuff like this, which is pretty cool. Um, in the trailer here, uh, you have a helicopter that pops up, and you have U.S. Fish and Wildlife. So that's pretty cool. You know, we, we've we yeah. kind of seen some hints of this. I think, like, maybe... I forget exactly if it was in that Dominion teaser, but there might have been, like, the badges. I know we saw some badges in, like, behind-the-scenes photos, and we're like, what is that? It was probably this. Um, yeah. And and to kind of like I think <laughs> uh, to bring up those motion comics, which I always hate to do, but there was that guy in the motion comics who was like a ranger of some sort, which I don't know if it was with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, but like, you know, it, it's cool to see. Maybe there's some connection there. Um, and we've seen a lot of different badging badging. Is that a word? Badges and stuff like that yeah. uh, of of um things like u.s fish and wildlife or like conservation and uh protecting dinosaurs and, and protecting and, and all this this interesting stuff uh when it comes to dominions marketing and stuff so far so cool to see this at least an authentic jurassic world experience it says so you got this massive shot here of uh dinosaurs inbound it looks like to different paddocks um and this is very much like a facility it's not like doesn't feel like the original game in a way where like it's like a park no. this is much more of like a facility like a zoo but not the front end of a zoo like more like the back end of a zoo you know a zoo that you don't visit um i don't know i have no idea like here's the thing M more people uh look into all the the deep details of this game by being on the forums every day and and for frontier and stuff like that i'm not on there i don't really know no. all the ins and outs i know there's been some gameplay and stuff like that i have not watched any of the gameplays or anything like that so i have no idea really like too deeply into this game but uh as far outside of what i see um so again u.s fish and wildlife that's pretty cool some interactions with dinosaurs um again more of like a very bare bones facility, which is, I kind of like the aesthetic. I like it because it's, it doesn't look like a park to me. Like it looks like something else. And I'm kind of down for that. I, I, I like the idea of a facility, um, you know, like this. It kind of looks cool. Yeah. You, you kind of sounded down about that before. Are you not really into the idea of uh, a, a not front facing facility? Uh, I don't know. I just have concerns about this game in general. Mm -hmm. um, and my concerns, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. My <laughs> concerns are growing. Um, my concerns are growing for this game to where I think I'll probably play it for 100 hours. Like, I know I will because I'll want to finish it. I'll want to platinum it. But, like, wait, $100? Know, so, $100? Hour? Dude, come on. I oh, put oh, 100, oh, 100 hours. hours. I thought hours. you said $100. I was like, wait no. a second. $100? I'm definitely Actually, not playing it. In Canada, games are 100 bucks. Oh, my gosh. What? In Ontario. Leave. Yeah. Leave. Leave. They're, they're $80, <laughs> and then tax is like 13.5%. So they, it's like $96 for a video game here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't... 
I got some concerns about this game, man. I can't like. What does it say at the bottom of that screen? It says, and this is, I know, a concern of yours. You kind of brought it up the other day. It says alpha in-game footage. Um, and I think... Alpha um, yeah. in-game footage, not beta. So I don't know. Have, this is this the alpha... November. Yeah, is this alpha footage? Are they Have the people that have gotten the, the game, are they playing alphas? If you're I don't in know. The, I have no idea. Okay, so if you're in the studio and you're like a tester, you're essentially no, I, yeah, playing... Yeah. And you're, you're playing alpha version like 0.05 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I, ideally, I think when a game launches, it usually launches at like 1.0, right? But like really, this thing's not in some kind of beta at the studio yet. They're still doing their alpha. Man. I, I don't yeah. know, man. That, Again, that's, I don't, I don't that's know what the timeline weird. is like as far as what when this was created and where they are now. Because like I said, people have been doing hands-ons and stuff like that with this game. Uh, at least people on, on YouTube and stuff have released a lot of footage. So I don't know. I, I can't tell you what they've been playing, whether it's an alpha or the beta or, or whatever. You know, usually there's the pre-alpha sometimes. There's the alpha, which is like, okay, we're going to make some some changes and stuff. And then there's a the beta, which is like, hey, it's pretty much done. You might might be some slight tweaks, but nothing too crazy, well, you know? Okay, so let's let me talk about another concern I have about this and maybe this will pop up they keep showing the 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 visit not the visitor center the um in this footage they keep showing you the innovation center Mm -hmm. and here's here's a major concern i have this was supposed to be a (sighs) tie-in to the film obviously this was supposed to be a tie-in to dominion this was going to be the this was going to be the tie-in game just like evolution Mm -hmm. and lego jurassic were the tie-in games of their respective years this is obviously a dominion tie-in game how much of this how much content was pulled by universal in this game so that it wouldn't spoil anything so what i'm meaning is like i don't think the innovate i don't see any way narratively that the innovation center makes sense to have in this game (laughs) so like my theory is my theory is that the innovation center was a placeholder for some kind of building that's going to be shown in in dominion Uh but now my theory is is because dominion is not out this is going to be locked as the innovation center until it's interesting the movie comes out and think about it when evolution came out like two weeks before jurassic world fallen kingdom two weeks later we got like an update pack with like fallen kingdom specific dinosaurs Mm mm-hmm we're going to wait six months, nine, eight months to get the Dominion Look. specific dinosaurs that we don't know about yet. Yeah. I mean, this, this is the like, territory this where, where problems. It, yeah. I mean, I think that's like, oh, that's just part of the world that we live in now. It's like, hey, well, it just timing just didn't work out. Right. Like, so now we have to have some changes and we have to figure things out. I don't know, like, what, what that tie in is. Cause if you look at the park that we have here, this whatever park in quotes i don't know what this is just like a facility like where it looks like the u.s fish and wildlife find these dinosaurs out in the wild and they're like all right well let's bring them in let's bring it in put it in the facility and then i don't know what they do with them from there they they you know uh probably like usual they'll just die off and then you airlift them out of there um so i don't really know like what is the purpose outside of just running a facility that wrangles up dinosaurs um but 
It is interesting to see how will that innovation center fit in, because I had the same thought. So far, we haven't seen it in this footage just yet, as we're watching. Um, different variations of, like, aviary size and stuff like that, which is cool. You can mm -hmm. kind of yeah, make your cool. own yeah. size there, so that's that's pretty awesome. This stuff, not too thrilling to me, because it's just showing, like, rock placement and stuff. I'm like, okay, all seems about the same, right? Aviary building's pretty cool. Again, the skins look really cool, and this, like, the Pseudoceratops looks awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that's the other thing for me, too. It's like the advancements don't seem like as much. Uh, it's documented here. My biggest concern is that this is essentially a PlayStation 4 game. So mm -hmm. while it's going to run blazingly fast on a PS5, it's still not taking advantage of next-gen architecture. Mm -hmm. So if you have a PS4, this is going to run worse than the original ran, I would imagine, because yeah. the coding's got to be a little bit more advanced. Um, oh, let me just go back there. If because mine ran pretty bad when I got to like to the end of levels and my park was like full of stuff and like I was like optimizing that park to like win the game. Mm -hmm. Like my my islands would chug when I would move that camera from like one end to the other. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Like like massive frame drops. <laughs> um, I think this is because the code has to be slightly more sophisticated. I think it's going to be even run even slower on a baseline PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah. Um, yeah, is... I don't know, man. Like, I'm excited to play it. Like, I, I, all my friends have been sending me stuff about this, and I've kind of been like, eh, but it's like, huh, I'm still gonna play it. Like, well, it's, it's a day kind one of purchase. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's kind of hard to like step back into a game that mostly seems like the same game that that you've already played. So it's kind of hard. Um, the same exact game. Yeah. So I mean, outside of different th things looking differently, like I don't know. Like after a while, it does become a little tiresome. Um, so mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be interested to see how do they kick well, you into you gear and, and say, "I want to play this." Finished, you never finished the expansions on Evolution. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I have them all. I have them all, but I've never, I've never felt um, enticed to e even the Jurassic Park one. I, I still have not played that one. If you are like, not excited <laughs> to play the Jurassic Park expansion, I know. Are you really telling me you're excited to play this? No, no, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I, I, I will definitely get it and and see what it see what's up. But like when I look at this frame here in the, in the trailer, which is a minute and fourteen into the trailer, this is again just kind of looks like another island or uh, you know shoreline or something with a Jurassic World park. So there's the facility portion, which is like you know it looks like it's in like the Midwest or something like that in the desert or, yeah. or wherever. And then you also have like. Jurassic World again, like, hey, this is an operating park. Um, you know, here it is. Um, you know, I don't know, but it would be cool if you could like operate two facilities and transport dinosaurs between the two facilities, kind of like Sorna and Nublar. You know, kind of like get your dinosaurs operating uh, out of the wild, catch the dinosaurs, put them in your facility, and then take your facility dinosaurs and transport them to a park. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's the case, but, uh, you the know, advancements, the advancements that I wanted in this game, I don't think are here. Like I wanted the ability to like uh, planet zoo or zoo tycoon has like, you can like the animals, like I think it was zoo tycoon on like the Xbox. It was like, Oh, you have enough money. We need you to buy like a, an orangutan from, mm -hmm. uh, we need you to buy a orangutan. And, and that game is very simple, by the way. It's not like planet zoo. Um, buy an orangutan from like the marketplace, right? And like, there's this zoo marketplace where like you buy animals and because the zoos trade them and for breeding and all that other stuff, right? So like, it's like, oh, you want you need an orangutan? Uh, 
here's like the different ones you can get. They have names, they have descriptions, they have ages, they have uh, just all the stats listed about mm-hmm. this animal. So you make the, the decision like, okay, well, like I get this one, it's going to last another like 10 years in my park, like blah, 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 right? This again just looks like so much like the same thing. And it's kind of weird because when I think like three, four years ago when we saw the original announcement, we were just like bombastically excited because we were getting we were getting Operation Genesis, which was just you know more mm-hmm. of the same thing. But like, yeah, this one just doesn't seem like it's got a hook different enough for um, me to like get extremely excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I think the Chaos Theory mode is is a little bit of a good hook, um, and we'll get to that in a little bit. So that's kind of what is exciting me. But outside of that, it's a lot of samey looking stuff, and and this shot in particular, like you said, you've got the Innovation Center, which is like, why? I don't know what is the storyline here. And uh, you've got the Mosasaur Lagoon, which is very cool that, that mm-hmm. that's added. Um, so maybe this is like, you know, maybe this is Chaos Theory mode during Jurassic World or something like that. Maybe. So it's possible, yeah. but um, continuing on here. Here's, again, this this is another innovation shot, Innovation Center shot, showcasing some really cool additions to like main, a Main Street style place here where like it looks you more, can... It looks more different, yeah. Yeah, it looks like much more like a park there's there's decorations and things spread out and also you can change all these buildings like there's different variations you know that 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 can uh you can sift through it seems like very cool looking dinosaurs again flying dinos or you know you know what i mean not dinos but flying things watch what you say buddy those are i know i know and here's a here's a mosasaurus dinosaur guys uh just in case (laughs) like to make it uh oh no what happened this shark where did it go? Oh, your I must. I must. Guest, I'm, no. I, well, I, I. Yeah. I, I use the guest one while I'm doing these videos, but uh, I think sure. I swiped. I swiped backwards by mistake. Um, uh, what were you saying? Say, bad news when your shark model looks way better than your Mosasaurus model. Bad news. The Mosasaur is very interesting looking. I don't really know what's going on it's, there. That shark is gorgeous. Hmm. Again, alpha in-game footage, so who knows? Maybe maybe it'll be cleaned up a little bit. I don't know. Um, But the best part of this trailer is actually at the end. And let me preface this with a little story: is like, I I was watching this. I was like outside or whatever, and like midday, bright sun, and I'm watching the trailer. I'm like, oh, cool, whatever, you know, fine. Um, And then I like I I even got to the end of the trailer, and I didn't. It didn't even. I didn't even see it. Like, I literally didn't even see it because it's so bright. Hard to see it on your phone in the daytime. And they're like, I didn't even, I didn't even see it. I, I guess maybe I, like, turned the trailer off. I don't know. But then later on, somebody mentions San Diego, and I go back. I'm like, oh, my God, wait, what? And then I'm, like, inside in the, you know, a appropriately lit room where I can actually see the phone. And I, I see the end of this trailer, and I'm like, oh, my God. Now I, I see that hook where you have the San Diego Park, which is just phenomenal and uh you know i i like when i see that that's what sells it to me and we've i don't know if me and you have talked about it in particular or i've done it on a live stream or whatever but like i said like you know what if like chaos theory mode or or some some way you actually play like san diego like how amazing would that be and and it seems like we're we're gonna be able to play this in the in the chaos theory mode so i don't know what's going on with the back of the park there's no there's no walls in the back it's just an open back so i don't really know what's going on there but um yeah that's weird but like 
this doesn't look as it's really cool. I'm my complaint is I'm complaining, but it's this is really cool. But why are there not dinosaurs in cages like between the mountains and the roads, like the mountain facade and like the out outer roads? Well, there should be fences there with dinosaurs in them because that's what's in the movie. In the it? miniatures, in the let's miniatures see, and see. in the in the concept art in the Lost World when he's in the tent. There's dinosaurs on the outside of this thing. There are no dinosaurs in the middle of it. I don't okay, really understand. So I don't the concept art or whatever is very different than let me see. The me unfinished see. park we see in the movie, sure. But yeah. the concept art is the con like the concept art is what it was gonna be. Here's the other thing. I don't understand how an amphitheater I don't get that for Jurassic at all. No, I, the... I, I know. I, I don't know. I think like really the only idea is like, hey, here is a presentation. Like here, you come for the like the like a circus. You know, you're gonna come to the circus and you're gonna see. They're gonna trot out the T Rex. They're gonna trot out the the stegos and triceratops and do a little show and okay. you'll have some performers in between. So that's kind of what I I get out of the arena setting. Um, so underneath okay. there'll be storage for all these dinosaurs and stuff. But so it yeah, was never I, gonna be a park. It was gonna be I don't think so, yeah. I think it would just be a, you know a show. A show kind of that's what I would assume. But like some of the the, the the concept art and stuff like that, like you can see like a like kinda it's like a mini lagoon, like Jurassic World Lagoon where you've got like, you know, little lakes and stuff like that. You've got Brachios, what? Stegos. Can you pull this up? Do you have this? Yeah, let me uh it's not a very good image, but um here let me uh pull this up into the there's actually just a Google image here search um which we can see here you've got it is on the screen, right? Yeah. Um yeah, you've got like a shot of all different dinos and and uh and there are like you're saying there's different paddocks outside. So it's yeah, like it's, it's like awesome. it's like the stadium is like the main hub, but outside of that, it's like if if you're looking at this as like Disney World, like the castle would be the stadium, and then from there you have like the different mini lands like outside of that with different paddocks. Um, so that's what this looks like, at least in this piece of concept art. There's also this, which uh, you know it's the same the same thing. So so yeah, something is yeah. missing there. I don't I don't really know. I mean, um, you I also do I have can, a shot what here. I, is I, I hope I can build around this thing mm -hmm. to make it look like Jurassic Park San Diego. I don't know. I, I, in particular, I don't know if like the film actually showcases any paddocks or anything outside. I, it's so dark. Um, well, this yeah, shot, the, no, this model here, is... the model does not show anything as far as uh, I can tell. Um, right. So, but yeah, so. You know the concept arts and things like that actually do show some some cool stuff. So, man, there's a lot. Like, imagine I just wish I had this as a playset. <laughs> but yeah, right. Like so so. That cool. guy has it as a playset. Look at him. Look I know he's, so he was happy. having he was having so much fun putting that all together. Um, what's this? It's just so it's such like it's such an awesome facility that like. I, I've always wanted to see it operating and see what it was like yeah. before. So to actually have um, a paddock like this or whatever this is going to be available is very cool. I hope it's finished off, like a, as far as like what what happens here and what's up in the, with the back being wide open. 
Um, hopefully that's fixed up. Um, but yeah, I hope this paddock makes a little bit of sense in whatever the story they're, that they're telling. It does look like maybe yeah. that is San Diego back there. I have, I have no idea um, what the you know geography looks like around San Diego. But um, but yeah, maybe you can build out paddocks and stuff like that. That would be cool. You know, if 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 this was like more of like a, a roller coaster tycoon, where some some modes in roller coaster tycoon, when you start that up, it's it's a blank slate. There's nothing. Some modes right. are like, hey, here's like an operating park you got to make it better, like make it work and, and right. bring in that money. The, it's, it's in the debt. You need to, to make it better. Um, and I, I would like it if it's like, Hey, here's San Diego, like, but it can't survive on just this amphitheater. It needs much more. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, you know, there's, there's a cool storyline surrounded by this chaos mode, chaos theory yeah. mode. So I'm interested though. This definitely is a hook for me. So I, I, you know, I'm interested to see how, all of these films are portrayed differently with their twists and turns or whatever that they have for chaos theory mode. So yeah. I'm looking at this concept art too. The concept art is so cool. If you've never mm. seen this concept art, it's oh very man, cool. Google it. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. But, um, there's also another detail that, um, so outside of the trailer, do you have anything else that uh, that? No, I'm excited this? for this. Like my my complaint is really again just a critique. Like I'm very I'm very excited for this game. Again, I don't think it's much more different, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what? Again, me... I'm still gonna play this for fifty to hundred hours. So I have a few more things here before I get to what I was just gonna say. Um, we also do have a bunch of skins and things that were recently announced. Uh, so let's take a look at this because it's actually pretty cool. They do have lost world vehicle skins. So here's the vehicle that you were just saying, like, this is like kind of like that, the Unimog, I believe. Um, yeah, there's cool. like a, a Jeep style truck thing. And then a pretty massive helicopter with a lot of seats in there. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then also the dinosaur protection group skins. That's pretty awesome. I, I don't know yeah. what's going on here. Like, I don't know. Like, does this tie into anything uh, in Dominion? I think that's kind of interesting to at least think about. And we have, you know, speculated before. Like, do, do the Dinosaur Protection Group survive Fallen Kingdom's, you know, fallout, I guess you could say? Um, is there is there any hope for the DPG? I think so. I, I definitely think that the DPG could still survive beyond Fallen Kingdom because te technically nobody really needed to know that Claire and Owen and all those people were involved in the Fallen Kingdom plot. So like DPG could still survive and they'd be like, uh, that I don't know what happened over there on Nublar. You know, we don't know. Um, I mean, but even if it was announced that they were part of it, do you think that really defeats the purpose of the DPG? Like, no, but I think still, there's still a purpose for the DPG at this point. I think, yeah, but I think like at that point it's like, oh well, you're 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 head of operations with Claire Deering and you know her boyfriend and also Zia and Franklin were involved in this plot to you know to go to the island and all this stuff and uh, yo because technically they were recruited by the bad guys so like how is that going to look they're going to have to resign and they're going to have to get away from the DPG DPG can still operate on its own. But who's going to trust them, really, like, at the end of the day? Yeah. So I think, I think like, if, if you know, people just didn't realize that they were involved, DPG could still exist and, uh, you know, be the, you know, the team that works with the fish and wildlife to track down these animals and get them to safety and stuff like that. So that I would actually love it if the DPG was expanded upon in this way, like like we're seeing here. So I don't know if this is, like, a hint 
towards the future or not. Uh, probably not, but it would be nice to kind of see this come to fruition in the films. Show me more of these skins because I have a question well, that again leads me into my <laughs> hesitation of like my concerns about this game so this is, is the, that it as far as this is the, this is what i have on this page as far as vehicle skins are concerned because they announced the 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 engine lost world style ones and they also announced the dpg ones but they haven't announced the ones that we all know about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Get yeah, I, I, like, I get what you're saying. I, I, I see what you're laying down. Um, as far as what, what he's talking about, it's basically a lot of images have floated out from the production of the film. Uh, I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but there's been a lot of vehicle scene and things like that with, a, with logos on them. So, yeah, we have not seen those. But like you were saying before, maybe in a matter of two weeks after the film or tied directly with the release of the film, who knows, but that's that's so long. Seven months after the game launches, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I, you know, know, that would be, that would be fine. It's because frontier has to make this money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause technically it would have already been out at this point, you know, they would have released it. You would, you would assume, um, you know, I don't know if this is just the schedule they maintained, but I, I don't think so. I think it would have already come out, you know, in in June yep. or something like that, like it did last time around. So yep. they're just they just wait waiting to like a midpoint where they're like, okay, it's safe they're, enough after June, but also before June where we can release this game. Their um, investor because wait, this June would have been this June would have been the original release or yeah, a year yeah. out a year no, out. The the original release of, of the movie. So so, so their investors were like, we can push this game one quarter, but it has to be on the shelves by holiday 2021. Yeah. Because so, that's when we're going to make our money. Exactly. So, I don't know what they're going to hold for seven months. You know, like I hope that when Dominion comes back, I'm interested enough to go get all the Dominion stuff and play it, you know? Yeah. You know, it would be nice if if there was a way to make this like an evergreen kind of property like a like um a battle royale like a Fortnite or a call of duty where like you you have continuous like it never dies like warzone and Fortnite never die that's just a game Which, that exists forever by the way you know like Fortnite has had the marvel season mm-hmm. Fortnite is now doing a bunch of like aliens it's like an alien season yeah yeah colin if you are not laying down the groundwork for an entire 10 week season <laughs> of Jurassic. It's an, a game about being on an island with things coming after you. If there's not an entire Jurassic season for Fortnite, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I that would be I would that would buy be incredible. All those characters. Well, they had they last season they had raptors on the island. They did a whole like they called it primal. Oh, yeah. They dropped raptors on the island and they would like hunt you. Huh. It was cool. Huh. I see but Fortnite. Again, I, I do see you on Fortnite quite a bit. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, we're, it's me and the <laughs> six-year-olds, man. Me and the six-year-olds. Go on. That, I've never actually played it on my PlayStation, so I don't know. It, it probably runs a lot better on there. I tried it on um, my Switch, and I was just like, ah, this is not really worth my time. Because like by the time I figured out a match and then like got in a match and then died instantly and couldn't figure out how to win this game uh i was just like i don't want to play anymore i'm done but you know i i do like a game that will give you content forever like seasons seasons of content yeah. and that is a really smart play because then 
you will you will get money from people constantly and you know if they had a way to do that where like they could make this an evergreen property i don't really know how they could but um but it would be cool you know by the time dominion rolls around like you could say hey here's all these packs and stuff like that outside of expansion packs you know which are fine and dlcs are fine but like i you know i kind of like the evergreen style more so i think destiny really turned around with that it was like destiny one wasn't producing as much as people wanted Mm -hmm. destiny two like rebuilt the code so like I mean, Destiny 2 has been around now for years, and they just keep producing... Con- Look at that Pachyrhinosaurus, man. Oh, it looks so good. So good. <laughs> I sidetracked it you there. so good. <laughs> what? I, I really sidetracked you there with your story. <laughs> um, yeah, what was I even talking about? I, mean, I don't even remember Destiny. at this point. Destiny, Destiny yeah, yeah. Two, like, they've, done, they've done such a good job at releasing new content and like making it so you don't have to buy Destiny 3. You know, like, Destiny 2 had an expansion that was expensive i think there was like a 40 dollar expansion at one point mm-hmm. but it was still destiny 2 all your stuff was still there if you wanted that's good it. yeah um yeah that's the thing yeah. like with the expansions on this game it, it's like a different game so it's like if it always feels like something different where instead of like yeah. building on what you already have um but here's here's some pre-order dinosaurs i believe um you have a hawaiangosaurus i don't know the name i i, I just guess Hoangosaurus. Uh, there's also a Pachyrhinosaurus um, that, like you said, looks beautiful. Very, very cool looking. Megalosaurus. Fine. Okay. Uh, this one, Geosternbergia. Geosternbergia, I'm assuming. That's pretty awesome. I, I dig this. And to be honest, this looks like a, like a Kenner toy or a Mattel toy with the way that wing is separated there. Did I like, see? Can, like, can you scroll up a little bit? Because it's behind my camera. Sorry. No, scroll, <laughs> I want to see more. No, go down. Oh, oh more of the okay. <laughs> so question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was on some website or something where someone claimed that the Pteranodon in Jurassic or in the Lost World was actually modeled after this G like this geo string, like there was Pteranodon and then somewhere along the lines a couple years ago, Tyrannodon exploded into a bunch of different like oh, subspecies no idea, or something. So like I do not geos, know. So like they're saying that like the Geosternbergia, right? <laughs> Geosternbergia. Geosternbergia is the Lost World Tyrannodon. So where's that skin? Go, dude, Google. I don't know. Um, I'm, yeah, I, I believe Google you. Male Lost World Tyrannodon. It looks like this. Wait, what is this? Okay. Um, let's see. Male Lost World Pteranodon. Concept art. Because there's two uh, versions of that Pteranodon, that blue and yellow one. There's two versions of it. There's a there? male and a female iteration. I have no idea. No. Okay. I'm not pop- I-, I see. I Googled that. And like, there's like T Rexes and Raptors. So I have no idea. Uh, nothing that I'm seeing right off the top. But I, hey, man, I believe you. I don't know. Here's here's something. Sternbergi, Sternbergi. I see that, and it kind of yeah. I don't know what this is from. From but oh, uh, dude, just okay. Google it's the it's the first two images. If you Google Crash McCreary Pteranodon, okay, first Crash two images. Pteranodon. 
Crash McCurry Tran on the first two images, there's the male version, which looks like this. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see the, that. The I see that. Version. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, right. I would love skin, it. Man. Give give us the skin. <laughs> Slap give a new skin, skin on there. Uh, looks cool. Anyway, I think that thing looks fantastic. That whatever it is on its own. Again, know nothing about really uh, dinosaurs. Um, but uh, we also have the Attenboroughosaurus, which. Hey man, is this Stat named after? Is this named after Richard Attenborough? No, it's not. David, it's named after David Attenborough. How is disappointing! It? How disappointing is that? <laughs> like, it's right there. It's right there. He's a guy. You have a brother. Wait, you know what? Who you know made what? dinosaurs? You know, I was actually think, I was thinking about this. I'm so happy this is not named after Richard Attenborough. Why well, we, we have a we have a we have a Crichtonosaurus. You know, like that's Which a is, thing. But that's such a disappointing dinosaur to name to give the namesake. <laughs> Whatever this thing is, just looks like a plesiosaur with a, uh, I don't know, a more of an alligator face. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's a bummer. I don't know. But Attenboroughosaurus, named after Sir David Attenborough, not Richard. So bummer. But uh, you know, <sighs> I, I was I was just I was disappointed when I read that, but um, there it is. Uh, pretty cool. Anyway, you know, to have these different uh, species and things like that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for these flying ones. Like, I know that I'll probably never see them because they're just gonna be in my dumb aviary like constantly. <laughs> well, I guess they do fly around somewhere because we do see them actually flying around outside of aviaries. So, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I have no idea. Again, I don't. I haven't played through. I haven't watched any playthroughs, so I don't really know in particular. I mean, this but... one is inside of an aviary, which is disappointing yeah. to me. But yeah, um, I'm excited because I want, I want a cats. I really want a cats mm. with a red head and black wings. I really well, want it. Make yeah, it and that's happen. that's also the thing is like you would assume that those creatures that we see in like at least. The op the the preview or whatever that we have of Dominion, you would think that they're involved in this game, right? Like, right? Like, yeah. Would, and there's a lot of species, so many species in the beginning of that, and uh, the cats <laughs> being one of them. So, like, you would think that they would be here, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they are. I haven't looked at the full species list or anything. So, um, but uh, you know, pretty cool nonetheless. Uh, I yeah. do want to talk about one thing here. Um, so I, I touched on all those things. So. Have you heard, which if you've followed my Twitter over the past few days, maybe you've heard about this, but apparently in in this game, uh, there's an element where like, you know how like in the in the game you could choose like your challenges or whatever they're called, where like you could choose to like accept them or, you know, deny them or not do them or whatever. Um, and, and that would happen all the time. Those things would pop up a lot. You'd always have to complete these tasks. Um, well, apparently in this game, like, there's tasks where, like, I guess some animals and things will come through your place as you're trying to build them. And it gives you the opportunity to either, you know, kind of wait it out, you know, put your production on hold as the animal vacates your 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 area as you're trying to build. And then there's the other op, And, th and that, that option will be, like, you, you get, like, some a plus you know on your um which i don't i i should have had the uh the image here so i could better explain this uh let me see if i can find it real quick but it'll, it'll either give you like a good good pub good publicity or the other option will give you bad publicity um mm -hmm. and uh let me see it's it's got to be around here somewhere um 
I know somebody sent me a, a picture here to, cr to try to explain the theory here behind this. Because let me tell you, my, my Twitter was wild this past week of uh, people telling me that what I thought was just straight up wrong. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Uh, but uh, that's not what I what think. <laughs> I'm getting I want to find the exact wording here if I can before I before I dive too far into it. Um but uh all right, here it is. So so this pop-up happens and it says endangered species on site. And it says an endangered species has been discovered nesting in the build site. So you can pause construction, which temporarily uh call a halt to building the building process so that the endangered species can be removed and housed elsewhere. Uh, your publicity rating is 100% and four times your remaining task time. So I'm, I'm guessing you, you get more task time to complete your build while you wait for this thing to, you know, to be removed and, and housed elsewhere. Um, yeah, I think, I don't, I don't really think this is dinosaur. It, it maybe it's dinosaur, but I, I heard somebody talk about it's also just animal related. So that's the first option. The second option is sell to poachers. Sell the endangered species to poachers for a tidy profit. Gain $100,000, and your publicity rating takes a hit in negative 25%. Um, so I saw this, and I, I maybe I'm crazy, but I was just like, I, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that look on, on, on a Jurassic thing. I mean, I know, look, here's the thing. Jurassic has always been centered around, around people doing bad things and bad people... Ha with bad motivations you know look at the yeah. lost world the lost world is um you know a bunch of people coming into uh well there's one guy in in, in particular who wants to he wants to take out the dinosaur you know he wants to take out the t-rex and there's other people that are essentially poaching these things and uh yep that's my text um taking these things and then bringing them to like san diego um and then you know we do know that there's going to be hints of this in Jurassic World Dominion. And I've, I've theorized about this for a long time about like, well, what else can you do outside of, you know, hey, we got to catch these dinosaurs. You're going to have people that want to shoot and kill these dinosaurs. You're going to have people maybe having like some sort of reserve or something set up where like you can actually hunt yeah. these things and, and kill them or whatever or just, you know, poach them or whatever. So... To me, like, it, obviously it's a concept, right, that Jurassic is yeah. very familiar with. But I think I think giving people the opportunity to, um, yes, yes, uh, trying to give people the opportunity to uh, do it themselves is weird to me. You know, to, like, have me be responsible for the poaching is, like, awkward and I just don't like it. It's not a good vibe. Um I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into it the idea the of this being. It makes you the bad guy of the game. Yeah, and and look, like, obviously, obviously the choice is there. Like we know that that's it's a thing that you can do. Like you can you can either pause or you can do it. You can you can sell to a poacher. But like I just feel like it's a really bad look for this franchise to be like, hey, we're enabling poaching. You know, like go ahead, do it. It, there's no there's no oversight just go ahead and poach these things like i don't i don't like it i, I voice my concern about it and that's all like i i just want to i'm not saying burn this game to the ground you know i'm not saying that because look i go and play call of duty all the time so i and i play i'll play grand theft auto so i am not opposed to like games that are you know technically not where your ethics good. might be off your, your yeah, ethics yeah. are off right but i think there's a way to handle 
this commentary about poaching and stuff like that in a much better light. You could, you should have never had this be a part of this. I don't believe, um, you know, I don't know. Everybody's like, well, they give you the option. And I'm like, well, why is the option there to begin with? Why are we even settling on this option? You know, like there, we could have had this play out in a much better way. This needs to be a way there. Maybe there's a much bigger story in this game that I don't know about, about how we can stop poaching and stop, you know, doing all that stuff. And I would love that, but I think it's really poor look to have an option in this game be to sell to poachers. I don't, I don't appreciate that. And I think, you know, it's kind of something that I've overlooked in the uh, last game because in the last game you could sell off your dinosaur. And I always thought to myself, well, where does this, where does it go? Who am I selling this to? But that was the end of it because it never told me I was selling it to a poacher, you know, like, and, I, and I'm technically being a really bad person by selling this to a, per, a poacher. So I, overall to me, it's, it's not a good look. I think there's ways around it where you didn't have to do that. Um, but here yeah, we are. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, it really is. Like, I, I see your point. I think here's the thing. I hope that in Dominion, because here's like poaching is a real problem. Like, I know, I, I know. Maybe, I think that yeah. that's what's uncomfortable about it. Is like, is po- are poachers gonna be like, and Dra- you're right, Jurassic has really maybe never handled it properly, but like, poaching, well, poaching is a legitimate problem in this world. Mm-hmm. And to like, make it like the bad guy you know like is is it your maybe it's just not like i'm I'm okay with them making it the bad guy like if there are bad guys in this game poaching and you have to stop them please make that part of the game like i would love that to be a part of the game where i am trying to stop the poacher but and i i am perfectly okay with poaching being a theme throughout these films like it makes sense it's it makes perfect sense but then to make me be the enabler of it and to say hey it's okay go ahead what do you get you know what do you get if you poach an animal you get $100,000 but bad publicity so it's like it's an option that why like you're only taking this option to invest into your park to make that money but your your park or whatever you're doing is taking a hit a big time hit of 25% publicity. So I don't know overall what publicity really but means in go, this case. You know, but like, as you advance through each one of these levels, eventually these stats mean nothing. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure, exactly. I'll, I'll poach a so. hundred animals because <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the money or the publicity at this point. Like I'm yeah. after something else. That's interesting. That's a really interesting mechanic. Like, I think, like, I think that's a reasonable take on it from your end. Yeah. I, look, and I think like, that's the thing is like, I, once I started down this path of saying, like, I think this is bad, and I literally just started this by saying, oh, this is a bad look. You know, I don't like this or whatever. And then from there on, everybody decided to tell me, this is just a game. Hey, man, it's just a video game. I'm like, yeah, thanks for explaining that to me. Like, I, so then I started to go hard on it and, like, really make it a thing is like, hey, this is this is not good. I don't like this. And I really started to put it out there that, like, you know, it's it's not something I, I want to stand behind too much. Um, like I said, I'm not saying I'm not going to buy the game or I want I, I think we should burn it down, you know, the whole thing. But, like, I think yeah. I think it's a valid thing to bring up the conversation about should this be a thing in this game when you could have gone a different route to not have that be a thing. You could have just put any other wording in there 
like you did in the last game by not explaining where the money went or where you mon- your money came from or where well, the dinosaur so here's, went. Here's the real question. In a zoo game with real animals, would that be acceptable to like for well, you, the player, to be the poacher? I don't think so. No, like, no, I don't think so. And that's the thing. It's it's also there. I think this is revolving around real animals because um, that's what I've heard so far. So, um, but that's the thing. Like everybody will be like, yeah, but you play, you'll play Call of Duty and, and kill a bunch of people in that game, or you'll play Grand Theft Auto and run down the street and and run over a bunch of people with your vehicle, and then you know. But then I was having conversations about yes, but I think it's a it's it's kind of like, you know, you could watch a movie where somebody will take down a bunch of people and you're like, okay, that's, yeah, that's horrible. But then you'll see like a movie where that same person will hurt an animal and you'll be like, I'm done. I I don't want to watch this movie at all. This is the worst movie I've ever, you're like, you like, you have this, this, this reaction to an animal versus humans sometimes that you're like, wow, like I just saw this happen to an animal. I don't want any part of this movie now. Um, So like, I think that's kind of the thing on this game. Well, I don't know. Probably. Uh, I'm not the sure. Thing. The argument. Oh, you you'll play Call of Duty or you'll play uh, Grand Theft Auto. These games are rated M. You as an adult are making a decision. This is a game that I can easily see like a parent just here, kid, like play Dinosaur Tycoon. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the kid is doing something weirdly unethical. Like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I again, I exactly. I think it's an interesting choice and um, you know, look, I mean, there's many other worse games out there, but that's not the point. Like I don't I don't need yeah. people to come to my Twitter thread and be like, "Well, this game exists." I'm like, "I don't care that that game exists. I'm talking about this game right here and we could have easily avoided this situation." Um, yeah, I don't so, disagree with you. I think that's an interesting take. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, I hope there's some choices made here because I just, I think it's weird and I don't really think that we need to have our dinosaur franchise be involved in that kind of discussion. Like, we can have it be a part of the villains and a part of the bad guys, but you know the difference. Like, you know that they're the bad guys and they're doing the wrong thing. But when you're in charge and also working with the fish and wildlife, why are you doing, why are you selling to poachers? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So I don't really understand the connection between the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, who should be, you know, checking in on these things and stopping these things. But then you you're also doing those things like it's confusing messaging to me. So I don't really understand what's going on there. So I just I I want that to be talked about a little bit more and to be thought out by Frontier. So Frontier, please figure this out and, uh, you know, do something. Because it's a weird thing. It's weird. It's weird. And of course, I will never choose that option. I will just choose the other option that I'll just wait. Maybe I'll take the hit or whatever. I don't care. Uh, But uh, hey, the publicity publicity rating will be 100%. So that's all that that matters, I guess. Um, But uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up before we headed off uh, into our next topic. So any final words before we uh, move on here? No, I'm excited to see what this is all about. I should. The dinosaur, the dinosaurs are giving you for pre-order. These are dinosaurs that you're going to get for like I'm assuming they're they're part of some expansion pack that you can buy later. Like I'm trying to remember what the what the original equivalent was if I pre-ordered that game. Did we get anything? Yeah, we definitely um there was a version, whatever the version was, if I don't know if it was just a pre-order or the deluxe cuz there's a deluxe here. 
Um, and I can't click on these things to see what. If there but were is there ever dinosaurs but... that we couldn't access at any given point? Yeah, I mean, there definitely were. If you didn't do the thing, whatever the thing was, you didn't get those dinosaurs. So it looks, oh. it looks like this is the deluxe edition. Actually, has Geosternbergia, Attenborough, so, so all those ones that we just looked at. Um, well, then I guess I better pre-order, huh? Because I want that pack. Well, you better pre-order the deluxe edition. It looks like. I mean, whatever. I'll do it. So, yeah. I mean, the deluxe edition right here, it says $69.99. So, yeah. Um, I'm assuming this is... I don't know if this is a cross-platform thing. Like, if I buy this deluxe edition, will I... the price will be roughly the same. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I, you know, I I just pre-ordered the next Call of Duty. Now, uh, you know, that's that's the thing in in and of itself. Like, I pre-ordered the one of the... um, the one that you can play on both platforms. You can play it on PS4 and also PS5 when that happens. I, I've got that one because these games last a full year, and I want to make sure that just in case I have a PS5, I can still play it. Um, Wait, I don't know, I don't know that's game? the case. Wait, Ca- what Call game of Duty. did you double buy? Call of Duty. I didn't double buy it. It was just 69 instead of 59 or whatever. A lot of the PS5, if you buy the PS5 version, you also will get the PS4. So just check into that. Well... That's the same. It's literally the same thing that I did, but you, I bought it so I can play it on all of them. So, um, yeah, that's the option now for for PlayStation at least. So, uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what this. I like. I like. I said before, haven't looked a ton into this game. I've seen the trailers and I've seen some of the stuff on the websites and uh, saw that poaching thing, and I was like, I don't know. But let's go ahead and move on to our next thing. Actually, we're bringing back something fun here, which um, we haven't really done. Uh, in a little while, but um, I wanted to kind of talk about a community spotlight. So it's been a while since we've had one, um, but uh, community spotlight here this week or this month, I guess, I wanted to highlight um, a friend of the podcast, uh, Daniel Steven. He actually recently, um, let me see if I can bring up uh, some imagery here for you guys. Um, He recently uh, actually reached out to me a little while back, and I know it's a project that he's been working on for like I don't even know. Years, it seems like. Um, so I, I was actually blown I away because to, I need to listen to this. What you you actually need to listen to this. So cool. So he's been working on this project. Uh, it's it's Daniel Steven, and you'll find him on Twitter at Stuck on Sorna. Plays into it nicely because that is the name of his JP3 podcast. All right. So he has been working on this thing for a very long time, and actually, when you listen to the show, you'll you'll hear interviews from like years ago. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy that he's, like, had these these interviews in, in motion for so, so long where you get to actually hear from so many people, like, in, in within the franchise itself. So you get to hear about, like, you know, from people who acted, who, from people who worked in the film and it, all over the place. And you get to hear all these stories about Jurassic Park 3. It's pretty it's pretty spectacular. Um, and also there's a lot of fan content within there as well. Like I said, I'm in this as well, uh, every now and then, um, I've heard Tom Jurassic, I've heard, you know, all kinds of people in this. So it's, it's really, really cool. Um, but stuck on Sorna, go check out the JP3 podcast. Um, there's so far as of this recording, I believe there's four episodes out and it's, it's fantastic. He does a really good, good job of like laying out, you know, each episode according to different things. So we get to learn about like, hey, like what did people who worked on the movie think about the intro of the movie? You know, like that whole thing. And you actually hear people say like, you know, that was 
not what we wanted and we actually tried to change it tried to fix this intro so it didn't look so bad when the i think like second unit shot it or whatever but we didn't have enough time and money and and it just didn't happen and stuff like that so it's actually uh it's actually a really great show and i i just wanted people to um to take a listen to stuck on sorna because it's pretty fantastic so he has uh let's see episode one the art of pre-production episode two creating an opening there you go that's what i was just talking about and and you get to hear from Ben Hildebrand himself, you know, which is which is hilarious. And I, I don't know if I think it was like either episode two or three. Episode three is as Kirby and Grant walk into a bar. Episode four, which I, I have not listened to yet, but it's the duel of the dinos. Um, and it, either of those episodes, I think like I I was like talking about Mark and, and like um, Mark Degler. And I was talking about how that that introduction to Mark and like how we we see Alan and Ellie very happy together in this one moment there's kids involved it's such a sweet tender moment and then mark degler walks in and that's when my heart dropped when i realized that they weren't together and this guy mark was here and i was like i was just talking about how like it was such a bummer moment for me you know i know a lot of people in this film like to say like oh it was a t-rex dying in this movie that really tore them apart you know when it comes to the first mark degler's the first thing that's wrong uh i mean you could go back a little bit even farther to the very opening and there's a lot wrong Um, the opening is bad the opening is bad (laughs) but like it's just bad mark degler's the first thing that's like you're like wait a second something's off no 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 yeah no 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 no. yeah Um, so but that's the funny thing is like then then you know the guy himself uh, you know, Mark Herlick comes into the, the podcast and he literally talks about how like, um, you know, we should start a bring, bring, no, isn't it not Mark? Is that the right guy? I don't know. Whatever. The, he, he comes into the show and like, oh no, yeah, that was Mark. That was uh, Ben Hildebrand. I'm sorry. Uh, the, whatever the guy's name is, he, he actually comes on and he's like, yeah, we should start a bring back Mark Degler campaign. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just said those things. And then. Mark Diggler himself comes on the show and talks about wanting to bring, I'm like, ah, but it's hilarious. And I love it. It's so good. (laughs) Have you, have you and me not said early on, like we would be upset if they separated Ellie and Mark just to fulfill some fan servicey Ellie Mm -hmm. and Alan getting together thing. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Like I've, I've said that time and time again, like I don't want them to just tear them apart for, for the sole reason of having them back together. You know, that that would be a real bummer to me. I feel like they're, if they were to separate, there needs to be a reason for that to actually happen. You know, there actually has to be some logical conclusion to them getting back together, if that were the case. What's, what's, uh, you know, what's, an ex, what's an acceptable reason for you, Brad? I just, I, I, just, together? I just don't want it to be forgotten i don't want i want there to be an explanation you know like i don't want them to just avoid it completely and and mostly like so we so we get into that debate again of like does jp3 exist you know like i don't want that question you know how we had to deal with that for the past few years with like yeah, 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 the lost yeah, yeah. world and, and jp3 like did they 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 just skipped over that they went from jurassic park to lost to jurassic world um i don't want that to be a thing i want there actually to be a reason like so you know they actually reference did, what happened or, you know, something, you know? Did Mark did Mark pass away suddenly and Alan, like, they reconnected over this loss? Look, that would be a great explanation. And did I, you know, comfort, I'm not... Did he comfort Ellie in her loss, like, and Charlie? 
right? I, you know, and Charlie. he stepped up. He stepped up, and and he he was you know because he he started to be the person that Ellie wanted or something like that. You know, um, that would be is great. Mark, and I, is Mark I, a cheater? <laughs> you never know with Mark Degler. I don't know. Look, I mean, he he worked in the government. Maybe you know, maybe he got into the bad stuff. I don't know. Who knows? But like. It, it, any any option that's out there is fine. Like, sure, I don't want them to kill off Mark Degler, but like, but I, you know, and I don't want her to go through some terrible divorce and stuff like that. I just I want there to be like an answer at least, whether it is any of those options or anything else. I just don't want them to completely avoid the topic and just be like, hey, well, look, guess what? We're back together, and and that's fine, and then that's it. You know, like. I need some sort of well, explanation. What would even be worse is if they were just together with no recognition that they were ever apart or exactly. That's what I mean. Like, like I don't want that. So I like don't want making that. Jurassic park three, even more, just that much more ambiguous. That would franchise. just be terrible. That would be so bad. And I don't want to have to deal with the, the consequences of that because you know, then you got to answer the question constantly. And I just don't think uh, we need to deal with that, but we're not going to get that question on stuck on Sorna, but anyway, please, please, please. Um, you know, I, I don't want you guys to just listen to one Jurassic podcast. I want you to listen to all of them, get a sampling, see what's out there. And stuck on Sorna is an, is an awesome show. So, so please, uh, go support Daniel Steven and, and, uh, you know, figure out what happened so, to Jurassic image. Park three. Yes. It's fantastic. And it's such like a long play. You know, like the fact that he's had all of these interviews like lined up for a long time and the fact that like his Twitter handle has been stuck on Sorna for so long now, like all of a sudden to have this podcast come out and be called stuck on Sorna and all this stuff. I'm like, that's amazing. That is so cool. Like it, it paid off. It paid off. So I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, proud to be involved in this, to have him reach out and ask, you know, be, me to just say some silly words about what I yeah. think about Jurassic Park 3. So, you know, I, I think when I recorded with him, I was like, this is, you know, this is a film that, like, I have a lot of issues with or had a lot of issues with when I first saw it. Nowadays, I'm pretty complimentary about the whole thing. I know there, it definitely still has its issues, but, like, I've learned to love a lot of this movie. So... I think yeah. it's uh, a yeah. it's pretty pretty interesting listen, and it, it you know it's a pretty mysterious production to begin with. So it's great to actually hear a lot more about it. You know, yeah, I'm gonna definitely give this a shot this week. Like, this is my reminder to check this out because you mentioned this to me last week on the live stream, and I was just like, oh, that sounds sounds interesting. It just sounds different, right? Like, mm -hmm. you don't yeah. you don't really hear much more about the frame because you have that in depth documentary on the first movie. You have something serviceable for movie two on the DVD, but you don't have like almost anything on Jurassic Park three. You have the ILM thank you Spielberg compy dance, but like you don't have <laughs> anything talking about the production and movies don't typically like to talk negatively about their productions, you know? Um, yeah. Which, you know, they actually like the people who worked on this are not negatively talking about it too much but they're actually saying like you know they, there were some tough. issues there were some issues in there and it was hard yeah exactly but like you know some people are saying you know i definitely loved working on this thing or that thing and you know because it all yeah. comes down to what everybody worked on in particular so um yeah. i definitely think it's a great documentary series and it's it's cool to have a show that focuses in heavily on 
specifically one thing in Jurassic Park three, and what better than the twentieth uh, anniversary? So please go yeah, download awesome. this. Yeah. Go download his show. Go leave him some reviews and uh, and and share it around because it's absolutely worth the listen. So yeah, that's cool. our that's our our return uh, to the community spotlight. So I'm happy to get back to that. Spread some positivity and uh, and yeah. So let's move on to our our final topic, right? Yeah, our final topic for this show. And uh, I know we're two two and a half hours in, probably at this point. But this is a shame that we now have to talk about Jurassic it's World Dominion. <laughs> it's now That's we're talking. Now we're. It's like now we're starting the show, guys. It's Jurassic World Dominion at CinemaCon, and I've you know we always. I tried to breeze through this episode, but it didn't work. It didn't work. Um, so now we're going to talk about Jurassic World Dominion, uh, the number one thing that anybody wants to ever hear about. So if you aren't aware, Jurassic World Dominion was showcased at CinemaCon. And CinemaCon, if you aren't aware, is is a, is a presentation thing, a multiple-day multiple thing for exhibitors for movie theaters. So not public, not stuff like that. Um, it's basically just a behind-the-scenes you know, presentation. So exhibitors know like what... Theater, what uh, movies are coming up, what they have to be involved in, what kind of, you know, all the posters out there, all that good stuff, like what trailers are going to be out there. So they get to learn a lot about the the studios and what they've been doing and what's going to be the future of the, the theaters. So, of course, Universal is like, you know, we're going to show some other stuff, but then we're going to end the, the, the night on Jurassic World Dominion and show off some stuff. And, uh, you know, it was apparently very short, but there's a lot packed into this this uh, this stuff here. So any quick reactions before we dive into some of the content here before uh, before we get going? It sounds cool. Um, I know it's designed for exhibitors, so I'm glad that this isn't like leaked online because mm-hmm. I would have I would have gone to find it. Um, <laughs> but. I just how many more things are they gonna mm-hmm. release between well, that's the problem between man. teaser and a whole year from now people are expecting like we're gonna get a trailer soon which i don't know how accurate that is like it just seems like is there a need is there a need right now to keep reminding people that this movie is coming out like, I'm sure we'll get a month uh, in like about a month. We'll get an article from like Variety or something about the COVID procedures on Jurassic World Dominion again. Yeah, you like, know, like we're getting so many like random things like that. But and this and what is this movie's over? This movie's a year out at this point, mm-hmm. right? No, a little little less yeah. than a year out. But like, yeah, a little less. Yeah, it, every movie that comes out is an event at this point because there is no like. Mm-hmm. There is no back to back to back to back blockbuster summer releases anymore. Yeah. So like when this movie comes out, it will be the only movie you can watch <laughs> for a month. <laughs> like uh, well and and the problem with with this kind of thing is like maybe in the past CinemaCon could have just, you know, skirted by without anybody really becoming aware of what was going on behind the scenes. But nowadays you actually do have like you know, uh, writers and editors from different, uh, you know, movie blogs and vlogs or whatever, you know, out there yeah. at this event covering it and and instantly having an article ready to go or video or whatever the case is. So there, it's it's not like 
you know, and even the even like the Disney investors videos and meetings and stuff like that. It's like, hey, this is just a, a call, an investors call, you know, but now it's heavily publicized as a thing that we're all yeah. waiting to hear the latest news. So it's, it's kind it's of it's a thing. weird thing, you know, like we're we shouldn't really be hearing about all this stuff, but we are. I guess that's the other thing. It's like I'm with the teaser. I read there was going to be a teaser. I knew I wasn't oh, going to be able yeah. to see it, mm-hmm. but I still like hunted down like cell phone footage. Yeah, because you had no you had no like, opportunity to I see no, it otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I, should, yeah. I should preface because we was part we of the we went through people. this on this yeah the thing that we deleted. <laughs> I had no way of seeing the teaser. Like I need to put that out there. Canada's at the time Canada's theaters were still not open. There was absolutely we went in the last podcast we did and canceled. We screen grabbed all the mm-hmm. theaters around me. Close, 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 close. I have no way of getting yeah. to the states and then back. I can go to the states. There's no guarantee that I could have gotten back at that point to Canada. So the argument on the last podcast was there was no way for me to see the thing. So I, I hunted down cell phone. Yeah. This is like someone just spoiling a movie for me. Because <laughs> like, I have I have no recourse to actually try to see the yeah. scene that they're talking about. So this is literally just like someone spoiling a movie for me. Yeah. Which is so- – and yeah, and that kind of you goes. You don't want to be spoiled. Back away. Yeah, like back we're out. Talk about it, obviously, but like, it's kind. Of, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about the preview footage. It's like before anybody even had the opportunity to go to a theater to buy tickets or whatever, they already spoiled it. Like you, you knew yeah. exactly what was in the preview, and I don't know why that was allowed to happen to begin with. Why were I don't know which sites Collider or whoever allowed to tell us rundown exactly what is it like why why did universal let that happen i don't know like it's mind-boggling that that was allowed to happen that literally every detail of that preview was in in an article before like however long weeks or whatever before um so that's the case here is like yes we have never seen anything and it's not meant to be online it's not meant to be something leaked out i don't know if you remember and you maybe remember but like before batman versus superman was a thing Oh, I I, it, it was CinemaCon that leaked out footage. Uh, I believe it was CinemaCon, CinemaCon uh, or maybe it, maybe it was uh, 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 one of those other things. But um, they leaked out that footage of of uh, Superman hovering above the the Batman sign or whatever. And it was like yeah, was awesome. nobody, you know, we're not supposed to see that. The public's not supposed to see that. Uh, maybe it was like a, a it was a, a comic con sure or Comic-Con whatever. It, yeah, it maybe it was Comic Con. Now that I'm thinking about it, but like. You know, still, that's a, an exclusive thing where, like, you paid to go to that. That You're the only ones who should be seeing that. But, like, then it gets yeah. out, and then everybody knows, and then, you know, it's downhill from there. So this you know, is kind of like that in a way where, like, but this is even even should be more, not secure, but, like, it's only for exhibitors of movies. But uh, anyway, I do it's, want it's to run. It's super weird that, like, yeah, yeah. Like, what I'm reading, it's like, oh, okay. I have no way of seeing this, so we're just yeah. spoiling this. So now, yeah, just re- now you're just reading about things that are happening in the movie, and it's like if you guys do not want to know anything about Jurassic World Dominion, again, I can't necessarily say that these are they are sort of spoilers, but not, it's not like I'm saying like, well, here's here's a part where Owen dies. You know, that's that's not what's in this, um, but it's it's details about dinosaurs involved, sequences involved 
things like that. It's not ultimately like the end of the movie spoilers, as far as I know. It's but like um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, let's dive into some of these things. And I actually want to start off with a fun one here because this one actually comes from uh, comicbook.com. Uh, and uh, so Brandon Davis, which, you know, he's he's a pretty good follow if you want to take a look at his uh, – his stuff he usually covers mostly like uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff and and all that. He's got a good podcast. He was actually out there, and uh, I guess he had to report back to this uh, on this. And uh, I want to scroll down quickly here because he he puts yeah. So so apparently there's this big thing which has been passed around a lot, and people have been kind of making fun of it at this point. But like Colin Trevorrow said this thing like it, the movie asks. Uh, the question, if dinosaurs lived amongst us, would you be safe? And Trevorrow explains, the answer is no, obviously. Um, but I like this this explanation of the footage here, I guess from Brandon Davis. And it says, a Mosasaurus emerges from the ocean to eat an entire helicopter. A raptor runs across a building top. A T-Rex is in a city. Stunts, falling, Vehicles flipping, Sam Neill and the entire cast face-to-face with a T-Rex in the woods. There's a lot of footage of Neil, Goldblum, and Dern, Pratt, Howard, and more all together. The dinosaurs are brilliantly brought to life, seemingly combining modern visual effects with practical opportunities. They have uh, to have created a T-Rex on set and in camera. It was colorful, thrilling showing uh, of the film. So I just, I was cracking up when I was reading, first reading through this, and I was like, a mosasaur, a mosasaur eats a whole helicopter. Stunts falling. What is happening? I this is crazy to me. Like reading, reading about this. Like I. So th- these are things. That, like yeah, I would have much rather have just seen this in a trailer or, uh, you know, just yeah, in the movie. Like, yeah, just in the movie. And this weird. is this is the problem with like knowing this these details just basically like a year out. You know, like. And, and this is a problem because we have a uh, uh, you know almost a year to go or less than just less than a year, and yeah, everything's going to be spoiled. And that's my problem with with Fallen Kingdom. I loved the movie, but by the end of it, I was like, I saw the whole movie. I knew the whole movie yeah. already. I and know. and I, I like know. I said, I love that movie probably more than most people. At the time when I first saw it, I was a little disappointed, not in the movie itself, but in the experience. Um, and I think. I hope that's not going to be the case here, but I'm afraid it probably will be, um, because yes, I like re- I like reading about what the what the movie is, but I also don't like reading about what the movie is. Um, so, I would say no one's forcing us to read these things. We could easily no. just breeze past these. Articles. Of course, I don't have to click sell to a poacher, but you know, I, and I won't. But <laughs> here we are reading this anyway. Uh, you know, so vehicles flipping. Sure, of course, vehicles are probably going to flip. We know that there's a T-Rex in this movie. Um, and, and interestingly enough, a raptor runs across a building top. Everybody is reporting on the raptors running across buildings. And, and I love that they are not connecting dots uh, as far as, hey, it's probably not blue. They would have said blue runs across a building um, if they saw that and it was blue. Um, it's definitely the atrociraptors. I'm going to say it's definitely the the atrociraptors. Yeah, I think think it's 100% because they're saying like a a raptor runs across this. They're not saying blue. I think it's definitely the atrociraptor or one of of the assortment of of atrociraptors, which we can call raptors because that's what they are. So it works. Um, But there's fun things in here. Uh, So, you know, again... 
Colin's been waiting to make this movie. This is an old quote. Let's see if there's anything else new in this article. Um, uh, Jurassic World Dominion is a celebration of the franchise, and it, it concludes a story that Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg started in 1993. Uh, Laura Dern says it's everything we could have ever hoped for and more. The footage shown shows the original cast referred to as legacy characters interacting with world characters in many instances. Um, again, these are just things like, why wouldn't Laura Dern say it's everything I've hoped for and more? Um, right, because she just made a whole load of money, I'm <laughs> sure. So so apparently this was like mixed with like old footage and I guess some new footage and, and imagery or whatever. I don't know if it was a full video or, or just images. I don't know. Um, so in the footage from the set of the original Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic Park, Steven Spielberg uh, explains a modus mosquito to a young cast member. We've seen that before. Uh, actually, yeah, that that's hilarious. That's hilarious footage, behind-the-scenes footage, because Steven Spielberg's... I think Timmy or Lex... No, yeah, Timmy asks uh, in the behind-the-scenes footage. Um, Joseph Mazzella is like, well, how did how, how'd you do that? Uh, with Pointing at the amber. And Steven's like, well, you know, actually, uh, what happens is that in the amber, the you know, they dig into the mine and they find the amber and then the, they take the... They extract the DNA from the amber and then they build the dinosaur. And then and then uh, Ariana Richards is over there and she's like, I, I, think he, I think he just meant like, how did you make that? <laughs> and it's like such a hilarious like little sequence of events. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know. You know, somebody made it. I don't know. So it's like... We put so, a plastic bug in resin, Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's very funny. So that sounds like that's what was shown there. And, uh, you know, uh, let's see, cast members remember the energy on set from the old days. I guess Chris Pratt remembers watching the first time he saw the dinosaur, Bryce Dallas Howard says. Uh, so yeah, so it's a, it's kind of like a celebration of old and new and stuff like that. That's really all this article brings. It was basically just like, I loved how it was just like facts straight away this is what was in it um yeah. i want to go to this article which of course uh will has not been loading like this whole time i've been trying to get this thing to load every now and then um but it's actually pretty good uh sometimes it loads sometimes it does not let's see if it actually wants to load this time i mean it the was... stuff that was like spoiled for me was from tom's article on on our website, on our, on our own website, yeah. <laughs> which is actually summarizing what is said in this article yeah, here. Yeah, uh, I mean, but I'm for sure some reason, there, Gizmodo but... will not will not load here. I don't know why that's happening, but uh, wait, wait, go, go, come on, load, load, load. I just want to see Jermaine's article. All right, I guess that's not going to work. Anyway, let, let's go to JurassicParkPodcast.com. We'll see what we can find there. Uh, oh, there's new products from Fanatic, which, by the way, those look phenomenal. Uh, there's, oh my God, we, we didn't, oh, we should have probably covered this, Jurassic World Aftermath Part 2. Uh, no, we're fine. All right, so here's CinemaCon. Uh, more details from Tom. Tom went crazy this weekend with the articles. I even put out an article. What's happening on, on JurassicParkPodcast.com? Um, all right, so Jermaine, let's see if this link works. I know it's probably the same link, but, uh, oh, oh, there it is. Wow, look, it worked. Uh, all right, so. I don't know what's going on with the top of the website and ad. Cool. Uh, all right. So he's saying that like the footage probably ran 90 seconds and it was impossible to tell everything that flashed before your eyes. So he says the first image was a pair of Brachiosaurus being led by a bunch of vehicles in what looked to be a snowy covered, a snow covered quarry. That sounds completely interesting. Brachiosaurus being led by a bunch of vehicles. What is happening there? Like, Brachiosaurus being led by... So, 
are, are they towing the brachiosaurs? Like, are they just herding the brachiosaurs? Like, what's happening? Is it some sort of, like, agricultural thing? Like, I don't know. That's an interesting question. We know sounds snow's a part like of this the, movie. Sounds like the set images we've seen. Of, like, the snowy areas and stuff. Like, we've seen a, yeah. a few... Yeah, we've seen a few different things. Uh, in the snowy setting as well, Owen is riding a motorcycle trying to chase down some dinosaurs. Okay. Dude, yay. We're bringing back the motorcycle. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I think that's because that was notably missing from the last movie. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm glad it was missing at this point. The fact that it's coming back. Like, I, I, I'm yeah, glad it wasn't yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, you know, because in this movie, it sounds like, and I, I made the joke on the live stream the other day about like how this is, and, and this article actually is titled, uh, looks like an Indiana Jones dinosaur movie. Because I made the joke yeah. about like how in Crystal Skull, Mutt Williams, Indiana Jones' son, say, is yeah. like, he's like, I gotta bring my motorcycle out to, you know, wherever they go out to the jungle because, like, he needs it with it. him. Yeah, so, like, yeah, and then never never uses it. He just brings it there and whatever. Um, then they get kidnapped or something. I forget. Um, but but that's kind of what this feels like because he has it in the snow, but then later has it on what seems to be Malta. Um, yeah. So it's like he's putting in the cargo vehicle and then or the, the cargo bay of a plane. I don't know. I would love to see him like be like room room and just fly out the the back like Fast and Furious style of the plane as it's flying. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there's scenes of Ellie Sattler trapped in a cage reminiscent of one of the of of one from the beginning of the first film. So that's pretty cool. She's trapped in a cage. I know a lot of people have been tying this to like um, the Lost World novel with Dodgson, I guess. I forget a lot of that novel, but uh, Dodgson apparently attempting to drown um, uh, Sarah Harding. Sarah. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time since I've read it. And actually, speaking of, the the, the book club for the Lost Worlds coming up uh, next year. Uh, so, so stay tuned uh, in January. But... Um, but that sounds pretty intense, uh, reminding me a lot of the people uh, nearly drowning in Jurassic Park 3. Uh, but interesting that it's like a raptor cage of some sort. So I wonder if it'll yeah. be like an atrociraptor cage or something like that. Water's pouring in. Uh, there's also a shot of her, uh, why is this not highlighting? Uh, in a very sunny, well-lit lab. Again, can't wait for that. Very excited. Uh, Mosasaurus jumps out of the water to eat something. Apparently a full-size helicopter. Uh, so that's interesting. This next line here is a, is a big this is one. The bu- this is the bummer for me. Like, why was this shown? I don't know. Why Dilophosaurus, was this shown? <laughs> Dilophosaurus screams and unleashes his mane. Um, so yeah, again, like that's like... That's a big deal. I mean, we've we've kind of realized that this deal. was going to be a part of this, right? Yeah, it's a huge deal, but like to have it shown is is bigger. Um, so let me get your take. Uh, Dilophosaurus shows up in this movie. Why? Tell me why. I mean, I guess I really don't know why. Um... Like we know that no, <laughs> it's just. Is it our theory? Is, is it our theory about the beginning? Theory, about like uh, about the flashback? So that's the way I I consider a Dilophosaurus oh. showing up. Is is I don't see a world where you 
you bring another Dilophosaur in. I know that like it's teased in like Fallen Kingdom. You hear it and stuff like that. And that's what, you know, that's what I was trying to. That's what I was having trouble connecting yeah. the dots because like, maybe, maybe we'll get it in 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 Camp Cretaceous or something like that. But like I would love to see it in 1993 again. You know? No, see, like I really want one. I want you know I want a full size one. That's I what want I want. A yeah, small. a full size 1993 yeah, Dilophosaur. But like at the same point, like this is why I'm having trouble. Like you're like, what? What's the reason? It's very difficult for me to be like because we've we've not seen him since the first movie, and I feel like the I know that the dinosaurs that escaped into the world are the ones that Trevorrow decided like to show us. Mm-hmm. But there are so many different <laughs> cuts in that sequence. Like, there's the entire sequence. You can't tell me that we didn't. You can't tell me that we didn't see every at least species that got away because there's so many. That sequence is so large. It's so long. We see well, so many different angles of it. You we can't see that Nasutoceratops. Where's the Nasutoceratops? They go out the back door. Yeah. Yeah. Just. I just I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Well, so, um, apparently, apparently it's here. I would love to see it be in 1993 flashback with a Dilophosaurus screaming, unleashing the main. Like that would be really, really cool. I think I think if we are going to get like newly created dinosaurs, maybe the, uh, you know I don't know. We we keep saying that maybe they'll try to be more screen, uh, more r- like real life accurate. But who knows? Because as we know, Dilophosaurus doesn't do the things that it did from the first film. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's just such a bummer to me to like to have this. This Spoiled is something you, that yeah. you, this is something that you like. This is important enough that you either just don't say anything until the film comes out. Yeah. Or this yeah. is like a stinger. This is like a stinger at the end of a trailer. Like, yeah, the problem with with CinemaCon now is that it is showing off things that aren't revealed. So, like, why wouldn't you just be like, here is our our a few behind the scenes pictures of like people working together, not showing off things from the film, uh, certainly things that have never been revealed publicly. Um, I don't. Why do you need to do that? Just you. You need to sell yeah. Jurassic World Dominion as a film, sure, to these exhibitors, but you don't need to show things that have do never been seen you know you like really need to sell jurassic world what? Dominion to exhibitors why yeah exactly like it's gonna be one of the biggest there, movies ever like why would it is there a chance that they're not gonna pick this one up oh we've done the mm. other five we're never heard of one. jurassic world i don't know i'm a new exhibitor yeah, after the pandemic i've never i've never heard of you know so it's weird but like you you should have been able to show things that are obvious like show the preview that's all you needed to do Show the preview, because yeah. I believe again, uh, maybe I'm mixing up things, but I believe the five minute or ten minute opening of Fallen Kingdom, I think, was shown at CinemaCon, um, back before Fallen Kingdom came out. Yeah. So, and that that ten minute preview or whatever was also included at JP twenty five, so people were seeing it, um, you know, around that same time. Um, but again, moving on after the Dilophosaur, the T Rex is seen rampaging. Of course, uh, we've seen that actually in the preview or uh, whatever the yep. teaser thing. Uh, we see somebody holding a flare. Who do you think's holding the flare? 
Who cares? <laughs> I'm gonna say care. I'm gonna say I want you know let's let's just have Malcolm do it again. Um, Triceratops is smashing a jeep. Okay, cool. Definitely down for that. That's cool. We've seen it before, so cool. But like, <laughs> shots of Alan uh, and Ian, and then shots of all the stars from the boat uh, from both series are looking up at something, reminiscent of the lighting from the T Rex attack in the first film. That's an interesting way to put it. Reminiscing, reminiscent of the lighting from the T Rex attack in the first film. I don't, I don't really know what that even means. Like dark, like rainy i I, like what is the lighting of that like it's just like oh you mean oh you mean the planter and the like the the set lighting the set lighting that you see like that shouldn't have been an on camera like what is it it's just night like yeah like that's the thing is like so if they would have said when you were reading that i was like oh reminiscent of the lighting from the brachiosaur where you look up and there's the the sun and the lens flare and the glory but like when i don't i think of the t-rex scene i don't reminisce about the lighting. <laughs> I, I, I literally scene. think about that stage light that's just off the side, you know, when, when the truck flips over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I no, reminisce like, I, about. I don't think of it as, I mean, it's gorgeous. Like, the whole sequence is gorgeous, but I don't think that, like... Of course, of I don't course. think that the lighting is anything of note <laughs> in that sequence. So, like, so, I think there's other things, I think there's other things overpowering the importance yeah. of the lighting. So it's interesting because weird, weird, weird Brand- thing to say. Brandon Davis and that last thing that we we uh, read here it says uh, uh, Sam Neill and the entire cast face to face with a T Rex in the woods. So I guess maybe that's what's oh no this article works over here. Um, that's probably what's happening here. I would assume is is the reminiscent of that moment in time where all of this cast is staring up at this T Rex in the woods. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm I'm. I'm glad that's the thing. I don't know how, why or why is everybody there together? I, I don't know, but um, I can't wait to find out. Uh, not done yet, though. Most interestingly, uh, scenes that looked like a European city. We see Claire Deering jumping between buildings while she's being chased by what looks like a velociraptor, but probably isn't. Um, do you do you think this is going to be filmed? I want this so badly to be like the Aquaman rooftop thing which is basically like uncharted yeah um i mean i, a, I, I believe... just want a big long rooftop well this is this is yeah i mean i think um you know when you look at the city of malta let's let me bring up this google image here um mm-hmm. so malta is where they filmed it's like a european island city that's like game of thrones-esque kind of place where they filmed that before so look at this. I mean, this is straight out of like Jason Bourne or or Aquaman, like you're saying. It's very mm-hmm. reminiscent of that kind of style place, you know, where you could see them running on buildings. And, and we've seen motorcycle chases and stuff from set pictures. And there's underwater aqueduct like areas where Barry and Owen, we've seen that set picture. That's from here. Um, yeah. So, you know, you could definitely see, dude, like how incredible is a raptor chase on on these buildings going to be like? Yeah, you know it's gonna be out of control, amazing. So that's that's uh, you know what's gonna happen there. Apparently, chair, uh, Claire chair is gonna be chased by a raptor. Claire, uh, Claire and Owen jumping down into some ancient tomb, huh? Okay. I mean, old city. You're gonna have tombs. Yeah, but like, what are they after? What's happening here? 
Uh, a shot of Owen Grady again on a motorcycle, motorcycle zipping through some cobblestone streets. That's what we saw the uh, pictures of or whatever from behind the scenes. Chasing what again was probably a raptor. Basically, it looked like an uh, looked like action scenes from Indiana Jones, Jason Bourne, and James Bond, but with dinosaurs. So, so yeah. So, and that's what I I honestly really loved about Dominion was that moment in time where the auction sequence. Uh, you know, they unleash the uh, Stiggy Moloch and Owen is just taking out people left and right, and uh, it's very reminiscent of a Jason Bourne Indiana Jones sequence. So. I'm very excited, very thrilled about all of this stuff. I, I heard somewhere about Owen riding a horse. I don't, I don't know what that's about, but uh, apparently, cool though. Yeah, I mean, you know, I could see somebody making a joke about some sort of downgrade or you know something like that from his his usual steed. I don't know, um, but uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for this, obviously. Um, I know. I know a lot of people have been complaining about this, though. You know, the fact that we've seen it, and uh, I get it. You know, we, we both already talked about it so much. It seems weird, but, uh, you know, this is what happens these days. The thing you know, is, like, come I, out. Feel like I, mean, I feel like everything that I just read isn't really, like, all that, like, to me, it's not all that well, that's, spoiler-ish. The, that's what we talked about. It's like, we, we expect thing. these things. Like, yeah. We yeah, expect these expect things to happen. Things. Yeah. And plus, if you if you have followed any production, you you know that these places that they're going to exist, and you you've seen these things happen before, so you you get it right. Like you know what's going on. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's not too crazy to me. But yeah, the fact that like some things were revealed that have never been seen is odd. I don't know why you don't just put that in a trailer. Um, you know, I expect them to release yeah. a trailer and a behind the scenes thing like they did last time around. And and then by that time, you know, we're going to know too much. I know people are already complaining that they're not releasing enough and we don't have enough, but we are just about a year, like just under a, a, a year out or whatever. So at this point, we wouldn't really we have a ton, you know, we have five minutes. I know we have plenty at this point. So I think people are teaser. People are upset that they, did, the that they didn't images. see this thing. Right. Yeah, it's like it's, it's plenty. And, it's and when it does. Great. When it does happen, you're going to complain that we all know too much. So you can't have yeah, it both like, ways. Oh, we knew all this. Yeah. So which we will be saying at the uh, at the whatever hour mark on June 10th, 2022, we will be like saying, oh, I knew all of that. But yeah. I think that about wraps it up. What do you think? What do you say? Yeah, it wraps it up. Three hours, buddy. <laughs> wraps it up. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening to another Jurassic Wire. Hope you enjoyed our topics. Let us know online what you thought and uh, what do you want to hear next time? Do you want to hear anything else that we uh, should talk about? I don't know. I'm interested to know. We we always talk about some. Well, we always talk about like ideas and fun fan theories and things like that. Like we were going to talk about raptors uh, from the first film one day. Like I I've got some ideas that maybe we can throw out there. But like yeah, you know, we do need to like come up with like our like a list of. Because we do, we have the raptor discussion, right? About the yeah. paddock. Is that what we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, we shouldn't. Yeah, because we'll we'll spoil it and we'll dive way too far deep into this and analyze it right here, right now. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah no, but there's back to it. Yeah, we yeah, there's a fun thing we can talk about there with the raptors. And so, if you have any fun theories or ideas, let us know. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod or send us an email Jurassic Park Podcast. Uh, uh, no, sorry, Jurassic Park Pod at gmail.com. Uh, or yeah, at Jurassic Park Podcast.com. You can hit our um, our uh, 
contact us page. Uh, sorry, it's late. Uh, I'm forgetting words. But uh, Aaron, really where can everybody find you uh, if they want to talk to you online? You can find me at Twitter, at Aaron D. Byer. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, but what's my Instagram handle? I don't even know. Do you um, know? Uh, I think you just change it to, I, I think, think you just change Aaron it, right? Dubire. You change it like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's the, right? The uh, yeah, the sharing, <laughs> actually, I'm sharing some Jurassic Park art oh, that I'm working on. We completely so, forgot to share that, by the way, in this, in this thing. Yeah. Mm, go to my Instagram. You'll see it there. <laughs> you're like uh, we could go on like like probably for like another 30 minutes on that so we'll probably keep it there but no, yeah no, go, go, go check Instagram. it out i'm sharing i'm sharing the jurassic park art that i'm working on yeah um, and also our, our live stream we did a live stream a few weeks back where you came on and we talked about a lot of stuff and also your art we, we, we showcased it in there as well so yeah yeah so check go check it out please yeah but thanks for joining me again, and uh, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys maybe next month for another Jurassic Wire. All right, we'll talk to you. See ya. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 288th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, thank you to Aaron for joining me once again uh, kind of last second, and you know, we've kind of been taking this this segment month by month, not sure if we're going to record it or not, and I, I just sent him a message and said, hey man, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, do you want to do it? I'd like to talk about it with you, and he's like, yes, so I was very pleased about that, so we, we had so much fun discussing this episode, uh, ultimately, I guess mostly positive, you know, as always, we tend to dive into all different facets of the Jurassic fandom, and every now and then there's some things that are not positive, but I always have so much fun talking about these things with Aaron, so I really hope you do as well. But we all know this has been a very, very long episode, so I really, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate you listening to this episode. It means so much that you made it three hours listening to us talk about Jurassic. So thank you so much to you as well. Please be safe out there. As always, be kind. That is the most important thing. And that's all I have for you, so I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Thanks, everybody. Saddle off. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. 
stop what you're doing and leave now. <laughs>